to the trans what is this transatlantic theater what is podcast. this <laughs> <laughs> i'm oscar reese freeman your host i'm here with uh marcos rodriguez uh, hi my name's marcos molina rodriguez <laughs> why do you have to go and say my middle name to the world man i don't think i like that Calling well you did it in the first and... episode so yeah I did, I did, and it felt weird, and I never did it again. <laughs> I think there's one time where you did. I feel like there's one other occasion where you did, but maybe, maybe I don't know. I'll have to look, delve back into the past. Yeah, I've I listened to either. hours of archived conversation between the two of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, uh, yeah, man, how how you been? It's been a long fucking week for me, man. Uh, it's been a it's been a long week over here as well, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. just working shit and dealing with quarantine and all that still over here because it's still just like super locked down like they um they announced last week but still like it's just uh everything's uber closed here like, it's just not you're not supposed to leave the house for anything other than groceries or like an hour of exercise and that's it and that's how it's been for since like the last week of december yeah yeah so it's it's just been going on for a while dude so yeah so just I, going I, a little stir crazy i've been on call this week and whenever i go on call mm-hmm. The days of the week just fucking blend together, and I yeah. Well, I imagine because you just don't, you can't schedule shit. I imagine. Yeah, and then I don't know if like yesterday was two days ago or if yesterday is today. Like, I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like oh yeah, you were telling me that that thing the other day, weren't you? It was like no, I told you that this morning. It was like oh fuck, man. Yeah, I don't know what's happening right now. But uh, yeah, being on call is not the best time, but uh, it's not, yeah. it's not the worst. I like, get paid extra for it at least you know but uh my company uh had a little um what's it called uh a little meeting with us on was it was it friday i think it was friday yeah and um the the meeting was to talk about our annual merit uh pay raise which Mm -hmm. You know, I think all companies should do an annual pay raise to at least keep up yeah. with inflation, you know, whatever the rate of yeah, inflation is. Yeah, I think I get a 2% pay raise every year. Yeah, see, that's, that's essentially the, the rate of inflation. Yeah. It's usually not more than around 2%, maybe at the yeah. highest 3 but Yeah, like, when I when I look it up and, and, like, do the math, I'm, like, getting 25 quid extra paycheck, maybe. Yeah. Um, like, it, it, that, that'd be, a, even that would be probably a lot. But, like, it's still, it's still nice to know I get it. Yeah, yeah, and it's... Because, <laughs> like, the, the thing is, is 2% of my paycheck, or 2% of my annual salary every year compounds into a lot more. Because every year, 2% is more than it was last year. But... On top yeah, of that, I mean, it's the rate of inflation, though, Reese, so it's yeah. really not making a difference whatsoever. It's just keeping up the yeah, standard yeah. of living. But anyway, about that compounding thing, I have something to say about that, because this is what my company decided to do this year. First of all, okay. they had the audacity to tell us that the health industry took a big hit financially this year. Bull fucking shit, man. <laughs> Are you kidding me? They made the most I'm just, fucking money. Very quickly, just yeah. going to ask you whether or not you've mentioned what company you work for on this podcast before no, we start defaming them. I did, them I did on not this mention podcast. the company's name this podcast. I've, yeah. been, I've been careful not to do that. But yeah. even still, I've I don't pretty, care. I've made sure that I, I'm pretty careful not to mention what company I work for either. I mean, but, I don't even give a shit if, if I do mention the goddamn company's name. Yeah, because, but no, audacity yeah. that they think that they can say that they've taken a financial hit when all they've had is just like, yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's been more people using the health service ever exactly. than ever. Exactly. And, you know, hospitals were getting government funding, and they were getting mm. more government funding than they were before, and it's just like, 
you know, there's no fucking way they took a financial hit this year. Especially since they didn't give us any type of hazard pay for working and going inside of COVID rooms with patients. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, that pissed me off as well, uh, working throughout the year. Because, you know, I'm putting myself directly in harm's way. Much like these nurses who did get Mm -hmm. pay increases for having to work in uh, COVID patients' rooms. Yeah. But uh, we were not extended that same... Uh, you know, courtesy, which I think is stupid because I think anybody working uh, at an essential job should have gotten at least a $5 raise during the time (laughs) of, you know, COVID or high exposure rates. Like, at least, uh, because I just think that's that's insane not to. You're putting yourself at at more of a risk. No, you're right. I uh, agree. And then the healthcare workers like myself, I think we deserve it. Like, I think we definitely deserve it, but... You know, they didn't do that. Instead, they gave me, like, a steak dinner or some shit like that. It was stupid. <laughs> it's just like, really? This is what you're going to give me? You fucking all about money. Anyway, so yeah. they, they were telling us, yeah, oh, yeah, the healthcare industry took a huge hit this year due to COVID. And I was like, bullshit. And they said, so instead of doing your merit raise this year, we're going to give you your projected amount of raise in a one lump sum. Okay. Which means we're not actually getting a raise. We're instead just getting a one lump sum amount of what our raise would have been accumulated throughout the next twelve months. Okay. Yeah. And that. So now it's now it's your job to sit there and try and split it up, twelve months and all that. But not only that, but I work an additional. uh, I just got my W two. I make at least. 10 grand a year in just overtime and on call wow. so that yeah. so basically the what they're paying you is not a raise it's paying you minus any extra work you put in exactly it's paying me less yeah. than what i would have got not only is it paying me less than what i would have got but the next year i don't have that three percent from this year so it's not compounding like you said yeah so i'm actually are you gonna bring that up again. to them <laughs> Is there any point to bring it up to them? But, I mean, are you going to? No, there is no point to bring it up because it's their decision. That's their final final decision. They just had a meeting to tell us that's what's going to yeah. happen. And the guy who is delivering it, I understand it's his job and everything, and it's it's his job to try to make it sound like a good deal. But he had yeah. the audacity to tell all of us technicians who are very intelligent. You know, I mean, it takes, it takes a, an intelligent mind to do the job that we do. And he had the audacity to tell us um, it would actually be easier for trimedics just to give you the raise i was like no you're fucking stupid man like they're gonna they're they made so much money this year during the pandemic and they're gonna their profit margins are just gonna skyrocket with this new form of uh of just a straight bonus and uh the the only good thing about it is that they're not taxing it like a bonus okay so it's going to be essentially just like a regular paycheck, but still, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, no, it, it, it's pretty shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's even worse, like, I've, I've always just really appreciated having a boss who's like, so, here's the thing, this is shit. Um, I don't get it, but that's what higher-ups have said. I argued it, and it went nowhere, so, saws. <laughs> I have no idea. And, like, if somebody told me that, like, I just, I'm just like, yeah, all right. Well, yeah, if cool. he was straight up with it, yeah, it would have been cool. But the guy who is delivering it to us as, he, I'm just going to say, he's the vice president 
who was telling us. Yeah. And he was telling us, um, he even said, I think most of you would agree that you would prefer to have a one lump sum right up front. And I just looked at my coworkers like, no, we wouldn't fucking prefer that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's ridiculous. He's like, well, if you excuse me, I've got to go have a lovely dinner at Chateau Noir. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and not uh, only that. I'm going to pop in my brand new Bentley. And, uh, <laughs> no, he's not that rich. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's he's like the vice president. He's vice president. No, no, no. He's the vice president specifically of our, our I'm going to call it a division. Okay. I uh, thought you meant like he was VP of the company. No, no, no. VP of the entire company? Yeah, he probably has real good fucking yeah. money. But uh, no, no, no. He's just vice president of our specific little division. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, it's fucking, it's fucking crazy. And uh, I just looked at my coworker and I was like, yeah, definitely would not prefer a lump sum upfront because that's going to be only three percent of my base pay. Or we're just assuming three percent is probably going to be somewhere around there. Um, mm-hmm. But of my base my base pay because like what i made annually last year was much more than my base pay so it's like you're just giving me less money than what i would have been getting and then also you're not increasing yeah. my base pay so basically there's no growth in terms of my position mm-hmm. um and of course i would like to continue to move my salary up and up so that when i go to another job i can take what i was making previously to the next job and tell them listen this is what i was making here I want to make, you know, 10 grand more or five grand more, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So when they don't do that, it just kind of keeps us stuck. So anyway, I do have plans on uh, leaving the company, at least within the <laughs> next year or two. Yeah. Cause... Is that going to be somewhere in Georgia or is that you're going to no, be your, your uh, moment where you're going to try and move out of the state? I'll move out of the state. Because according to Dave, you're the only reason Georgia went blue and <laughs> we need to keep you there. <laughs> well, um, I think it's great that Georgia went blue. It's it's cool, but um, uh, I do want to move somewhere else. There's just not enough here for me. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, uh, I like to have more. Uh, you know, I mean, I miss the city, like the you know L.A. I like accessibility to many different things. And, yeah. Uh, I've lived here like two years, almost two and a half years, and I feel like I haven't done jack shit in this town like at all. i get that yeah. that's how i felt with in west wales i lived there for a year and a half um and i think i've said this on the podcast before and to you or at least yeah um they're like yeah i spent i spent two years in Carmarthen, and then one day i just kind of went this is how people say like i had a job and then i blinked and one day i was 40 mm-hmm. like this is this is how it happens because like i i spent a year and a half and it felt like not no time had gone by but also it it felt like kind of a blink in the eye in the eye and i'd done nothing mm-hmm. i was like so that's that that's what people mean yeah like it's just and it's just my time to being eaten away as i do something do nothing where i am and it's not like that west wales is a bad place or that Camarthen's a bad place it just means that it's not some place where i can m- make myself better mm-hmm. constantly yeah yeah i am thinking of uh yeah, I'm definitely thinking of moving it because I know this job, if I stay here, I'm not going to be happy. I mean, I'm yeah, already right. struggling as it is with just my regular day-to-day <laughs> tasks. Like yeah. the, the workload is, is far too much. And I, I was explaining this to my coworkers. If we have to put in overtime in order to complete all the tasks they want us to complete in a timely manner, then one, you, you either need to hire new people or you need to balance this workload out or something. 
So I heard a really... We're going to tangent a little bit into politics for a moment. Okay. Just because somebody's t- somebody said something to me a while back. This is probably like almost a year ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just it's just resonated with me. I think it's probably one of the most intelligent statements I've ever heard. Because um, it just tracks in every way that you think about it. Mm-hmm. Which is the worst thing to happen to uh, like America and really just Western culture is the fall of the Soviet Union. Not that the Soviet Union was a great place, but because essentially um, America had to be a great place to live. Because if it wasn't, your other option was the Soviet Union, mm-hmm. which was like a shithole. So essentially, like if you started becoming a shitty place to live and work and raise your family, like your other option was to look to the east and go, well, there's communism over there. I can have what everything I need over there. Granted, it's not, like, amazing stuff, but I can have everything base that I need over there. Mm-hmm. So I can go get that. So America had to be, like, just a little... They had to try. They had competition to be a better place to live. Um, and once that fell, that kind of... Like, that was, you know, the 90s and the 2000s and, the t- and 2010 when, like, you can see, like, just companies have shifted away from any sort of, like, you know... Um, like treating your employees well so that they stay and want to go like go places in the company now it's just because there's nowhere to go else that's better Mm -hmm. because america really is the best place to go it just allows itself to be the bottom of the line best as opposed to greater (laughs) yeah and dude i see people talking so much shit on well okay so back to your um your, your thing about uh, follow the soviet yeah. union another thing that did uh with the soviet union being there is uh it united the country right now you know the united states suffers from extreme polarization and yeah. you know obviously back during the cold war there was a lot of patriotism and people mm-hmm. really felt more united you know against something and so they were more likely to work together and not fight amongst ourselves as much as we do now you know, yeah. I'm not saying it was a better time because you it's, know, yeah, obviously it's, there's it's, been a lot better things that have come since then, yeah. like you know, civil rights and all that. Um, but mm-hmm. there was definitely a shared uh, patriotism. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there was people there still willing to fight for the country. Nowadays, I hear more often, "I'm moving out of the country more than let's make the country better." You know what I mean? Yeah. And I Which feel I like, think is, uh, yeah. you know, it's it's where America's suffering a little bit. But also, like, yeah. I mean, I can get into people over here constantly telling me that they want to move to America and how much that, <laughs> how yeah. much that annoys me because it's like a, a two, two-sided coin of A, stay where you are and make where you are better. Exactly. Otherwise, yeah. it'll, stay, it'll still be shit. Mm-hmm. And two, America isn't great. It's just good at capitalism. Therefore, it's sold you that it's a good place. Yeah. I mean, I'm still super happy I live here, and I'm super happy I was born here, because, like, we, there, mm-hmm. we got a lot of friends. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. We got a lot. Yeah. No, I definitely, I still 100% say to a lot of people, like, I, I never understood why Americans say we're free mm-hmm. until I moved to another country. Yeah. And then I was like, there's a lot of stuff that, like, yeah, I can still do a lot of stuff in this country, but yeah. there are things that I just can't do that in America, it's not that you, um, like... It's, it's not that, yeah, you're just a lot, like, it's, the, the idea is it's not our business to tell you what you can't do. Mm-hmm. But, like, over here, that, that mentality is gone a little bit for the sake of, you know, do, like, 
it, it's fun. Like we, it's our duty to make sure that the that society's better and you know safer and this 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 and yeah. like just people talk about fucking health and safety all the time o- over here and I'm just like, just take a fucking risk, dude. Like I don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I told somebody once that like, oh yeah, me and my friends we did like drive like we were going somewhere. I was like, just throw me in the trunk. They're like, that throw you in the trunk. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And I was like, but that that's illegal. And I was like, is it? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> and they were like, what if? What, what, what if we got into an accident? You'd be the first one to die. That's why they make it illegal. I'm like, I don't care. Don't get into an accident. Are you planning to get in an accident? Right <laughs> exactly. Now? Are you planning? Like, <laughs> dude. Like, what if, if a cop finds out? I'm like, how is a cop gonna find out? Am I gonna fucking open the door and like wave at him? Like, with a like, just put me in the trunk, dude. Like, it's not crazy. Like, oh, it's just nuts, dude. Remember when we were going to where the fuck were we going to some like tournament or some shit? And, I think uh, yeah, I think you're about to talk about the Yu-Gi-Oh thing yeah. in the trunk. Because when I was like fucking dripping sweat, <laughs> we were going like 90 miles an hour on like oh, that's crazy. Oh yeah. god, yeah, that was dangerous. Were we, didn't we talk about this already on we the did. podcast? We did, we did. Yeah, but, uh, where I, I was like in the back, yeah. in the yeah, yeah. You, we're talking about when we did it when we were 16, and I'm like in the trunk going. Can somebody turn the air conditioning on? And you were like, No, I don't have it. Just roll the windows down. He's he's fine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we we have talked about it, but uh, I just think it's funny because you didn't mention this other part to it about your friends over there not wanting to put you in the trunk. Oh yeah, yeah. they're like, yeah, people in the UK are like, and then like, oh, it's just so refreshing when like Boogie and my and David and like all these people from America came to visit, yeah. and we needed to go somewhere, and my parents' car was only a five seat, and there was six of us. And he was like, cool, I'll pop in the trunk, and my dad and my mom were just like, yeah, that's a normal thing, pop in the trunk, Boogie. <laughs> like i was like oh i'm back to reality thank fuck boogie was in the trunk jesus christ yeah well you know he's like he the biggest guy <laughs> i think i i think i was in the trunk once i, I don't remember we took turns oh okay you could have just sat on his lap i'm sure it's comfy um yeah could have <laughs> anyway um but but yeah uh god what was i i was gonna say something about that. um <clears throat> i was gonna start talking about something after you mentioned the whole russia thing but um I can't remember. Um, I'm so sorry. But yeah. I just think it's a really interesting statement. I think there's there's a lot of like maybe it's it may, there's maybe holes to it in a few certain spots, but I think it does track a lot in terms of like how workers and companies operate. Yeah, how like workers I, are treated especially. Yeah, I get I get like the message and everything, but um, yeah, what I what I plan on doing, man, is I I have a little bit of plans going on now in my head. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't I have yet to really start on some of them, but. I do have a plan, so um, okay. Because you know, I'm I'm going to training right now for radiology to be uh, radiology tech and fix X-rays and do shit like that. Uh, yeah. And that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. Because talking to those guys, their workload is like so small. Um, granted, what they do is very important, um, mm-hmm. but it's the the amount of time they are a have to work on their equipment and really make sure it's all good is a lot more than what i get to work on my equipment down in the biomed shop and we i have like you know like i said i had like a 250 something pms one month and meanwhile the most a radiology tech has is maybe 10 or 15 for a whole month yeah and so it's just it's crazy the difference in our workload is and they get paid more so there's guys who do radiology who have been doing it for a while you know i mean it's not uncommon to see a radiology tech making a hundred thousand dollars in an area like georgia 
because you know wow. you know uh, salaries change depending on your area but because yeah. if i were to move to california as biomed i'd be making 90 grand there but it's not like that's it's not gonna go as that's far. that's definitely not gonna go as far yeah like a house yeah. over there is like twice the cost of my house here so i've been making significantly more but anyway mm. um yeah so i definitely want to do radiology because it's easier work uh well less work i should say less of a workload yeah. um and you get paid more and it's just it's stupid not to and then <laughs> On the side, I plan on doing uh, like freelance penetration testing. Maybe starting my own business. <laughs> penetration testing, you know. Yeah. It's when you. I uh... think I think if any job had the most innuendos attached to it, it's that. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll just call it pen. Testing. I'm just a penetration tester. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, when two computers love each other, and uh, one computer sticks its USB in the USB port of the other one, and they share data. And yeah. <laughs> yeah create a little virus all of a sudden you're infecting the world <laughs> but uh, uh yeah no i want to do um penetration testing so i want to essentially teach myself how to do that and see what certifications i need to get in order to um take that to a, a place and uh ask them if they or or you know use that for small business who just need somebody to make sure that their network is secure because they have uh, personal information on there that they don't want people hacking into. So you do penetration testing and you test their network and you check to see if they have any holes that people can hack into and you send patches and you patch those holes up. And that's all it is really. Um, of course there's more stuff you can do about that but um, essentially it's hacking, uh, hacking in order to let the company know if they can be hacked. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's... no, I, I, I've, yeah, I'd, um, I knew somebody who did that as their job for a while, and they, they make good money. Dude, they do make good money, and yeah. I want to do that. And on the, the worst side. part is like, you know, just how easy it is. Most it, of the time. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, you know, I'm thinking about doing that on the side as long as well as doing my radiology job, and then yeah. what I plan on doing with the money I make from that is I'm gonna look into, uh, to maybe mining some Bitcoin. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking okay. about it because uh, I found this thing called uh, what is it called? It's called like Easy Hash or something like that. Yeah. It's essentially a broker of Bitcoin that acts as a middleman between you and people who purchase or rent your rigs to mine for coin. So you can actually set up a couple of rigs, and uh, and these rigs aren't cheap by any means. They're like thousands of dollars because yeah. they all use like t five ten eighty or 2080 graphics cards like all lined up and then you're just using raw uh gpu power on on to decrypt these uh algorithms and so essentially i would be renting out my rig to people to mine their coin whatever coin they want to mine um yeah. basically remotely and it would be going through this broker. It wouldn't be directly connected to them because if my computer was directly connected to them, they can easily hack it and do shit like that. So going through a broker is much safer and secure. Um, so uh, when you get that all set up, if I have just a couple of rigs set up properly, I've, there's a guy on the internet who I saw, he was talking about his rigs, specific coins he was mining and everything. He was making $100 mm -hmm. a day passively. Wow. And that was pure profit. That's after he subtracted the amount of electricity it costs to 
to yeah. pay for the the machines to be on. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's a hundred dollars a day passively, dude. Like, can you imagine? Yeah. So that's 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 about like, forty thousand yeah. dollars a year or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. No, that's fucking awesome. Like, dude, if I had that, that'd be <laughs> sweet. Because then I'd be working on the side too. It'd be like, oh yeah, that rig over there that's just sitting in my garage paid for my car in one year yeah. you know or even you know i just i had a sick day but i still made a hundred fucking bucks today so exactly you know, that and i used a sick day at work so i still got paid for the full eight hours <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude it'd be crazy it's just like so that's that's the goal for me right now have multiple yeah. uh lanes of revenue in order to yeah. you know stay afloat and be happier in life that's and, legit. And I'm trying to work as less, like the smallest amount as possible. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't want I don't, to dedicate my uh, yeah. life to work. I don't I don't care about like dedicating my life to work or things like, or working like as less as possible. I just want to be like chill while I do it, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um like, and you that's don't that's what I that crazy stressful. Yeah, like not even cra- like workload crazy and stressful, but just like the ability to 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 just be able to manage it like i wouldn't care if i worked like 50 60 hours a day as long as it's something that i'm happy with like if it was if it was like editing editing fucking time flies by like nothing and i i, I accomplish a lot in that time but like you know uh but i also really enjoy it like and even though i don't get to like watch things or have music on sometimes because i'm too focused on listening to audio to make sure it's okay like i get so like i even just i'll just turn it off not because it's because I'm just like engrossed in the process of editing. I've thought about just trying to see if I can pick up editing jobs around Cardiff, especially because we're in where BBC Cymru is operated from. So mm-hmm. I could, in theory, try and pick up freelance work yeah. for them. It's just trying to find the free time with my other job to do that until that gets profitable enough that I could theoretically jump to that if I wanted to. But that also jumps in the way of other plans that i have so i don't know yeah i'm kind of i don't know at this point what i'm really trying to do and this year's been kind of shit with trying to think of plans for my life because yeah. everything's just been so put on hold mm-hmm. you know yeah like i can't even make a plan for two weeks from now because i don't know what life's gonna be like exactly you know? yeah you guys definitely have it a lot more rough over there in terms of like oh hey all of a sudden we're on lockdown and everything's closed and yeah. then all right we're open for a while and then it's like oh nope jk we're in yeah. lockdown and it's not even like you know preparing for lockdowns anymore doing this this this. it's literally you know overnight stuff that they're just being like as of tonight this is done and it's like oh okay great like yeah that's not at least before they were like trying to like you got a feel of what was even though they announced like they would be like announced on wednesday and then you know that friday things would go into effect Mm -hmm. and even before then if you knew people who had restaurants or things like that like they'd be like well we got government guidance that they're looking to probably close down restaurants and we're getting ready for it like yeah because food there was like that, yeah yeah that's a huge thing it's just waste mm-hmm. stock waste is a huge problem for businesses right on top of the sitting for months and months and months without any revenue coming in um yeah it's it's not good it's not it's not good <laughs> yeah that's tough but you know I, i'm hoping that things are gonna kind of go back to normal at least by i'm thinking december next year yeah, well, the vaccine we're, we're will be hoping. out for a while now. People are going to start yeah. loosening restrictions. I think masks are still going to be a thing. I think we're going to be like China, essentially. 
You think we're just like going outside? You're probably gonna just need a mask. Well, not all the time, no. But <clears throat> mm -hmm. like, if anybody feels at all slightly, because over in China, I mean, you've seen like shots of like uh, yes. urban life and whatever. Uh, a lot of times, people just wear masks out of courtesy. Yeah, I feel like we're probably gonna uh, pick but... up a little bit of that. I think maybe, but I think there's also enough people who aren't even willing to put the courtesy up now. Yeah, I mean, those people <laughs> that it obviously makes a difference. won't because they didn't now. No. Yeah, but yeah. other people like myself or whatever, yeah, I'll just put on a mask. <clears throat> maybe yeah. I'll put on a That's mask. That's the real question is, at what point do I stop wearing a mask? That's what I don't know. Because even if the government says to stop, I'm just going to be like, uh, do I? Like, I don't know. Like, until I have a vaccine. But even then, after that, I can still spread it. So it's like, I just... Yeah, exactly. Ugh. It'll be a while before people can start feeling comfortable, and I would just say go at your own pace. Or maybe if yeah. you, if, maybe if you're literally the only one with a mask off, maybe take it off. <laughs> you mean a mask on? Mask on. Sorry, mask on. Yeah, yeah that's it. Mask yeah. On. Yeah, yeah, if you're like the yeah, only person, yeah, you got Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good point. But yeah, yeah. But even then, it's like, yeah, like I, I just, I'm more conscious now of like if I have the flu. Like, well, mostly it's because, you know, if I'm coughing, I'm worried everyone's going to think I got Rona, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's always, that's always fun. <laughs> just, like, have a coughing fit for no reason in the shop. Oh, Jesus Christ, just, like, yeah. fucking look at people all weird and shit. It's like, guys, does this water taste funny to you? <laughs> no, it's not It's I not good to taste the water. Shit. People die. It's weird. I just can't. Like, there's no taste in the water. I don't know why. <laughs> no, no. It's that it tastes uh, tastes bad or some things just taste different like uh i think a friend of mine said ketchup tastes like shit or something <laughs> yeah she was like it's terrible and i was like oh no and then yeah. she got tested and sure enough she had covid wow because yeah. i just want i just watched a video where this guy was like uh, i got covid but like the only symptom i'm showing is like lack of taste mm -hmm. and he just like picked up uh like a raw onion and oh. ate it and he was like and he was like nothing threw it aside took a piece of garlic and just chewed it in half and he was like nothing he just like picked he's wow. like took a, a jar of like mustard like just like actual like you know really powerful mustard oh like, and, like uh, put the spoonful in his mouth yeah. yeah like put it in his mouth and he was like nothing like <laughs> dude that's crazy his stomach's gonna be fucked up though <laughs> yeah his stomach's well maybe <laughs> like your people stomach say that to me all react. the time like i have a pretty strong stomach for a lot of things yeah, like the amount like, of hot sauce I have, and I'm just unaffected. I got some scotch bonus today, so I'm pretty excited. Oh, but dude, what about your pancreatitis? Is that shit like... That well, react? no, hot sauce never really affects my pancreas, to be honest. No? Okay. No. Well, I just put my health problems on blast on the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was like... Oh, uh, let's let's delete that. <laughs> let's delete that. <laughs> I probably won't remember. <laughs> and I don't... I don't... No, no. I don't care, slash I won't remember. <laughs> I thought you didn't care. That's why I said it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't. It's fine. But yeah, no, it doesn't uh, affect that. To be honest, like, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it. I, I, I've been kind of lucky. I know there's a lot of people where things do trigger it for them. Certain mm -hmm. foods or certain habits or things like that. The, the only thing for me that triggers an episode, um, is uh, shittily enough, um like exercise but exercise involving my core oh really wow because anything that's kind of like so putting like pressure or anything like that yeah so sit-ups or deadlifts are fine but uh but like sit-ups and stuff like that anything that's kind of like putting a lot of pressure on where my bowels where my pancreas is mm -hmm. is just it can set it off like wow. if I if I do That's if I do like twenty sit ups right now tomorrow my, my <laughs> I'll have to be really careful because my pancreas will feel like it's about to flare up. Yeah, 
Damn, dude, that sucks. Um, I remember I did sit-ups one time yeah. when I was in the army. It was after, I don't know, I mean, it was like during a PT test or something like that. Yeah. And I did a bunch of sit-ups. Right after I was done, I, like, walked over to the side of the building and just vomited. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That, it was not fun, man. I did not like PT tests or getting no, up. That's fair. I wouldn't either. <laughs> yeah, getting up at, like, 4 in the morning do fucking PT when it's cold as shit. Like, that was not fun. Like, everything else was kind of alright, but man, did I hate fucking peace. <laughs> you know, and I thought I was going to get used to it. We, I ran, like, five miles yeah. every other day, right? And, uh, I fucking hated it. And I still sucked at running. <laughs> like, I did not get it. Yeah. And I thought I was just going to get, you know, I thought eventually, oh, yeah, you know, I've been in about four years now. This should be easy. I've been doing it for four years. Nope. Fucking yeah. hated it. Still difficult. Like, just don't get it, man. <clears throat> it's just not for me. Running like yeah. that. Yeah. That was like uh, one of my one of my friends who worked the night shift like he, uh, like all the time like um, yeah just like from from seven p.m. to to like five a.m. is when he worked hmm. um, and he said one like a couple months into it he looked at his boss who's been like the su- the night supervisor for like ten years mm-hmm. and he was like do you ever get used to this and he just went nope but it pays better <laughs> oh my god <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was pretty nuts. And it's pretty shit. Like, it's, yeah, it's just a shit shift. But Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I did nights once. That was, it was only for four months or something like that. But, oh, wow, that's yeah. a long time, though. Yeah, it was a long time. It was it was difficult. It was really difficult. Yeah, nights. It was, I think it was 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. is when I worked. Oh, man, and nights kind of, like, too. fucks you up, like, in weird ways that you wouldn't expect. Yeah. Because, like, I felt bad because, like, on my days off, the girl I was dating at the time, like, I'd wake up at 3 p.m. Like, mm-hmm. cause I, it was just hard to wake up any earlier than that. Yeah. Like, um, and then, you know, the, just the, and it was during winter time, so, like, the day was essentially gone because over here, like, mm-hmm. in winter, the sun goes down at 4. Yeah. So that's pretty rough. Like, that, oh, man, that, I don't know if I've told you about this already, but, like, that was, like, you know, one of those moments where you realize that it's, you know, it's, it's something that you should be aware of, mm-hmm. it, like, logically, but you don't think about it until you get here. And that's... The difference between summer and winter here is fucking stark compared oh, yeah. to living in L.A. Because in L.A., we're far closer to the equator. Oh, yeah. Like, the difference yeah. between sunrise and sun, sundown between summer and winter is, like, two, maybe three hours because of daylight savings time. Uh, or daylight saving time. Day, is daylight savings time or daylight... I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, like, it's different. God, Excuse me, sorry. Bless you. Yeah. But yeah, like, it's just it's just a huge difference. Like, over mm-hmm. here, uh, during the winter, like, sunrise was, like, 8.30, if not 9 a.m. Jesus. And sundown was, like, 4. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's it's, dramatic. It was nuts. I mean, I was it's very over dramatic. In, a, in Ohio for the, the winter, yeah. uh, like, at least a, a couple months and uh mm-hmm. it wasn't even close to being that dramatic dude like there's nowhere in europe i can go that's not as dramatic it, like that that because like latitude wise it's really strange because like you think because of the way that like the transatlantic currents go and like essentially all the things that happen that make europe quite a warm place because mm-hmm. um, like temperature wise like spain is where ohio is but yeah. spain is really hot <laughs> huh that's weird and it's just because well first off there's a lot of spain that's higher up in elevation um and has like less 
stuff in it, like so other reasons where it's just like it can be kind of deserty mm-hmm. and shit like that. Um, but yeah, no, like uh, and then fr- like Britain is like the same, like London is on the same like areas like Canada, but like we're obviously not nearly as cold as Canada, and that's just because of the the winds that come up the the trade winds that come up the Atlantic and mm-hmm. warm up the area. Yeah, that, that's um, interesting. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, but because of that, we still have the extreme. Uh, differences in in sunlight so like summertime the like this like peak summer Mm -hmm. the sun will go down at 10 p.m and come up at 5 a.m yeah and i'm just like it just like shows up at 5 a.m i'm like dude uh i need some like just a bit of space because you're kind (laughs) of fucking ruining my time sleeping (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's fucking crazy dude um I have like really bad difficulty waking up during the winter here, because mm-hmm. like I I nor- but like during the summer like I'll wake up at five a.m. because the second the sun comes out I'm like fuck it's hard to I go just to can't sleep. sleep yeah when the sun's on your face yeah yeah or so like I I years. yeah but waking up during the winter is the fucking hardest thing for me because it's, it's just, just so dark, dark so yeah and you're just like yeah. oh shit I could sleep in a little bit longer and then look at the time oh fuck it's eight o'clock <laughs> yeah it's yeah. nuts. It's, yeah. it's it's difficult it's difficult but it's interesting because it's just something that i never would have thought of when i moved here my dad was set so the same because i asked him like mm-hmm. did you did that kind of hit you as a weird thing when you moved to the U- the u.s and he was like yeah it was, it was odd but it was just nicer because it was more sun all the time like consistent more sun well yeah because california california is nice for that type of shit yeah well just like yeah california is nice for just constant sunshine all the time you know what i do tell people though that they they don't think about as a lot of times it's like because california is such a like a desert kind of yeah um we have it's a desert that people pretend isn't a desert yeah it's really because it's weird it's got like so much in it it's weird but it it definitely has desert weather because the extremes between the hot days and the cold nights can be can be extreme like the difference in temperature could be like 30 to 40 degrees that's the thing is that they they seem like really heavy but i'd love to go to the to to la now and feel and think about how it feels because like you know uh, a cold night in la is a a warm spring day <laughs> in the uk uh, so it's about, like well no it gets down to around uh 40 to 30 degrees uh fahrenheit at night in the high desert but not in no, la this is in la yeah uh I, I i could not imagine in la it goes down to 30 or 40 it goes down to around 40 it goes it to 50 it doesn't or really 60. crash crack 30 but it goes down to about 40 something you know i i would say it goes to 50 at the lowest no it definitely goes lower than that you know what let's go let's go and then, yeah let's Where's go I'll, I'll meet you there and then <laughs> yeah. by the ocean dude that cold ocean breeze the fucking pacific is cold as shit uh for some reason for some reason i still got dewardy on my like um uh like temperature list yeah <clears throat> so today mm-hmm. which is during winter oh my i i mind you uh Duarte is going to be 73 high 50 low 72 high 52 low 64 high oh i'll give you a bone 48 low there we go. 66 high 50 low 68 high 52 66 52 64 48 again and 66 52 so that's during the winter time. It's still not. It's barely breaking below four, uh, below fifty. Okay, okay, but the seventies to fifties—that's like you know almost twenty degrees difference, though. 
Yeah, but it's not going to get much colder during the su- during the winter, um, or the, during the summer than it would during the winter. Because all those days summer, I was looking yeah. at, by the way, are are open skies. Yeah, yeah. And any any days where there's clouds, it's going to be warmer because clouds insulate. So yeah, during during the summer, it's the nights are ridiculous in California. It's so goddamn hot. Yeah, yeah. No, there's 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 nights in in. <clears throat> LA where it's 80 degrees a night. Yeah, and I stupid. fucking hate that shit. That that was the only thing I didn't like cuz it's so hard for me to sleep when it's <clears> hot. <throat> uh, I yeah. like it cold when I sleep, but man, it's so it gets so goddamn hot at night over there. But um I, I remember I was telling people like people who have literally never seen triple digit uh days. I was like, "Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that's like fucking normal. There's like old people dying in California all the time from heat stroke." Yeah. It's, it's... I don't think I've ever seen a triple digit day in the UK. Yeah, I think if I did, I'd probably be worried that the planet's <laughs> on fire. <laughs> Climate change, global warming. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Because like, all right, what do we got here? We got, uh, according to my <laughs> chart here, uh, right today is forty-five max, thirty-four low, <laughs> and the rest of the week is thirty-seven and thirty-two, That's thirty-six chilly. and twenty-eight, thirty-four and twenty-eight. Um, 34 and 28, 34 and 30, but that's the day it's going to snow. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like, uh, that sounds like Ohio right now. Ohio is about that temperature. Yeah. yeah it's pretty, <clears throat> it's pretty goddamn cold. Yeah. It was, it was pretty cold when I was out there. Um, but it's like, it's a different kind of cold. Um, it, for some reason when I'm out in temperatures like that, you know, I've been in temperature negative four degrees over in Ohio mm-hmm. and, uh, I was outside the whole time, you know, I was doing work at a barn and, um, it's just different being out in weather that cold, especially in the area that you're in. Like if you're in a humid area, humid cold feels different than dry cold. Um, yeah, it's just completely different. I don't, I don't know what I really do. The cold here is definitely humid cold. Mm -hmm. Um, and the worst, I think the worst is just, it's just cause we're right by the, the like, um, bristol channel Mm -hmm. so like the wind comes in a lot Mm -hmm. and it's just the wind that really gets me because it's just it's cold wind and so it's piercing yeah it's just yeah it's piercing cold wind when it's like a calm day when there's no it you know that that picturesque idea of like a snowy day where the snow is just like coming straight down and like there's no but there's no wind there like that's Mm -hmm. that's fine like you can you could go out in that it's cold but like you'd be fine but it's when the when you just have temperature passing through you, that it gets a lot worse, I think, for me anyway. So, you know, it's weird. Um, mm-hmm. Over in Ohio, uh, up in the Cleveland area, it's not mm-hmm. humid cold up there. And I'd be going out and it'd be below 30, right? There'd be snow on the ground, but I wouldn't have any frost on my windshield in my car because it's not humid. Really? So there isn't yeah, any yeah. water to freeze under the car. But when I'm here <clears throat> in Georgia and it's like 35 degrees out, there's a shit ton of fucking frost in my goddamn car and it pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, yeah. man? It's not even as cold. It's bullshit. But um, yeah, it's just different to like, I, th- I feel like the humid cold, yeah. I feel more in my chest. Whereas like, well, I think humid is just humid. shit in general because humid <clears throat> and warm is the worst as well. Yeah, humid and warm is is the worst, definitely. Humid and cold is terrible. Humid and warm is is terrible. Like LA is bad, but it's at the end of the day dry. I'd take dry heat and dry cold over over the other two. 
Dude, when I flew out to basic training, that was probably one of the most humid days I've ever experienced in California. Um, yeah, really? Yeah, it was extremely foggy, and the air was extremely dense. It was crazy. And it was hot yeah. as fuck. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? <clears throat> and then I flew to Oklahoma, where it was cold as shit, and it, there was a snowstorm. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. I miss traveling. I just want to go traveling, man. Um, I, I just miss doing other stuff I, but then again i think that's just because the area i live in I just yeah like no that's fair fucking... yeah the area you live in there's just not a lot of stuff to do but i just miss just miss going places and seeing i just want to see places again mm-hmm. that are new like i don't even want to go for a walk anymore to like to help try and de-stress me because it doesn't de-stress me because i just i'm like there's nowhere i can walk that's new yeah yeah um do you remember when we used to take those hikes up into the mountains what on Wednesdays with the boogie and the gang? No, no, when it was just us, it was just like, yeah, let's go for a walk or hike, and we'd go, like just pick a fucking path and start going up into like, uh, what was it, uh, uh, Bradbury? Is that what it was called? Oh yeah, in yeah. Bradbury, where we just like try and follow up the foothill stuff. Yeah, did we like... end up in like um in like a sewer once? Okay, so we did right. that. Yeah, we did that yeah. sewer thing that was crazy, and then we did that with boogie as well. Yeah, the sewer one was probably one of my favorites. That was crazy. That was that was, cool that was insane. Yeah, but yeah, we were just like, and we and you lived in that town forever, and you were always discovering yeah. new shit. And I don't know. Yeah, I feel like uh, just California is different than a lot of places. <laughs> it is different, yeah. yeah. And you know, um, especially because if I tried to go into the sewer system here, it'd be <laughs> full. So you know, yeah, yeah. of water. Probably like not the best time they're too, supposed to be <laughs> during a pandemic and everything. Huh? <laughs> probably not the best time too during a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be disgusting. I'll just come out with cholera and fucking really help the world. <laughs> you come out with super COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, there's a lot of parks. There's a lot of really nice stuff around Cardiff. It's just you know when you, when I spent a year just being like, let's go walk around this area. Mm-hmm. Like I just feel like I've kind of learned it all already at this point yeah which is a little a little disappointing but at the same time good because it means that if i ever move away from here i can be like i know like fucking every inch of that city yeah yeah it's it's weird so when i went back to ohio and i was uh with uh my wife and she was driving through it and everything and i was just looking at her and i was like you have all this shit memorized, don't you? And she's like, yeah, I lived here forever. And I was like, this is fucking crazy to me because I'm like, where the fuck are we, you know? <laughs> and it's just weird traveling. Dude, with, I like, got really local. nostalgic. I was I, I was like on Google Maps looking at like Myrtle Avenue. Oh, and yeah. like I was like, fuck, I kind of miss Monrovia, man. Dude, I miss Monrovia all the time, but last time I went there, it just didn't feel the same. No, and I, I get that. Like I, I was even looking at places on Google Maps and like shops and stuff like that. I was like, that's different this is different this is new this is different yeah like yeah so yeah i get that i probably would go back and feel like it's a little different i'd also be like on fucking eggshells all the time i'd be in Romeo, be like who am i about to bump into do i not do i want to see them do i not want to see them i don't know jesus christ get me out of here <laughs> so i was talking to recently and mm-hmm. um oh name drop whatever I, I was just talking to her you know catching up asking her about the mm-hmm another guy i forget his fucking name but he was also in the military uh oh yeah uh, i'll say his name i don't give a shit um yeah yeah i was asking a little bit about him and you know just kind of catching up and asking about monrovia or whatever and basically yeah. i mean it just sounds like a hollow shell of what it used to be 
<laughs> yeah. So. Well, I mean, well, of our generation, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like our our group that we grew up with, probably. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, if I were to go back there, yeah, there'd still be some cool places, but there'd be no one for us to hang out with because everybody yeah. who did hang out. It almost in like a weird way, it'd be sad if there were. Like. Yeah. No. It kind and of like would. an opposite side, you'd be like, "Why the fuck are you still here?" Like, like, like if Adam was still. Wait, does Adam still live there? Adam still lives. Technically, he lives in Monrovia, but uh, he doesn't work there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. He he works like all over the place now. Like he yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he goes around. Yeah, yeah. His his job takes him to different look because he he works in a in a job that takes him to different sites and stuff like that all oh, the time. Oh, that's cool. So. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So he's kind of all over LA. Because like, like that's it. He he's the person I hear the most gripes about LA traffic is because you know he's mm-hmm. it's like five in the morning and he's like I have two options I can leave at five in the morning and find like a a coffee like a Dunkin' Donuts that's open yeah and it'll take me forty minutes to drive there yeah or I can leave at seven and it'll take me two hours to get there. Dude, a lot of people don't understand it, that shit. <laughs> I told them about it. Yeah, but it's, uh, you have like a thirty minute window sometimes. Yeah, it's nuts. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, no, they, uh, Monrovia, yeah, it's different. It's it's all shitty, and there's there's that extreme nostalgia for it, which is gonna ha- kind of transition me into uh, the movie, I guess. But wait, before we Cause... get to the movie, okay, go ahead, go go. If we ever yeah. when we do fucking you know get shit back to normal, when we go back there. Mm-hmm. We gotta go to Monrovia, and we gotta take that fucking uh, what is it, the gold rail? from monrovia the gold line yeah we gotta yeah. take the gold line from monrovia all the way to we gotta go to hollywood man we gotta do it like we yeah used i think to. that'd be cool yeah. but at the same time we could just take a car nah dude why the fuck would I, it's gas is fucking expensive are you kidding in the traffic that's true yeah it's, it's, way it's two, to it's get two like bucks, to, bucks for you know a train ticket for the it's like day. two bucks for a train ticket dude no no for like the whole day oh yeah yeah, yeah it's but like it might even be yeah who knows i don't know well, i don't remember I, I talked about this all the time of like um <laughs> Just like I had to, because uh, my dad worked for the metro, metro system yeah. for people to have kind of context yeah. um, in LA. So I had free fucking bus rides. So like half the time I was just like, uh, I, I, maybe I'm wrong. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but like there was there was times I remember of me like just paying for your bit because like I was just like I want to go to <laughs> Hollywood with someone, yeah. and you were like I don't have the money to go. It's free for you, and I was like, well, paying for Marcos, and I'm free is cheap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I remember just doing that because like it was just like me being like I want to go do shit yeah. um, and I'm just like an annoying kid who just has the ability to do it for free <laughs> and you're like yeah it's not free for everybody bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, but yeah we gotta do that because I want to take it out of Monrovia because that was the shit that we would have loved to do if, when we were younger but we always had to take a bus to like fucking what is it uh uh, what was the station at? It was in. Uh... Oh, I guess you stopped living in Monrovia when the Gold Line was a big thing, didn't you? Yeah, because remember we had to take the bus oh. out to. Uh, Bitch, I took the Gold Arcadia. Line all the time. <laughs> out of Monrovia. <laughs> you were saying, yeah, you were saying. I thought you were saying this like like a nostalgia thing, not as a we would have loved it, but like no. no I, I mean, you chipped off, but I moved back. Remember, I moved back to you the did. states for a minute. Yeah, yeah. And I was living with my parents up in Duarte, and the so I used to go to that station all the time and pop in the Gold Line. I didn't go know to Hollywood it was, uh, and completed. do shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was completed. Yeah, back in back in like 2016, 2017, it was done. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I used to take right. it quite a lot. Um, yeah, even on like Adventure Wednesdays with like Boogie and the gang. Yeah. 
we'd pop on the train because it was just again get because of gas it's just cheaper <clears throat> yeah. um and we can go you can take it to sent to union station then end up in santa monica like santa monica beach because yeah. the, the last station goes all the way there yeah so it's i mean it's 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 a two-hour journey both ways but Dude. it still saves a lot of gas and you can just hang out and chill and i used to go with uh my girlfriend at the time to like little tokyo and yeah go I love have, little like, tokyo, japanese dude. food and shit like that i fucking love little tokyo man yeah. uh, did you go to the last bookstore no 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 oh, dude, i i think I, i've heard about it i've heard about it but i've never been dude, i see so... people post it on instagram all the time yeah did i tell you did, did i tell you i had sex in that bookstore uh yes Okay. I think so. If I told you, then that's where I'm going to leave it at. Yeah. <laughs> speaking With of one sex, of the M's. <laughs> y, y tu mama también. Yeah, speaking of sex and, and random road trips as children. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, well, I was about, seven, I was about the same age as the, you know, the, the protagonists in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was, I, I, cause I had to look it up because like, my girlfriend was just like constantly hounding about how like she was like, I don't think this movie is legal. Like, these kids aren't legal. This is... This is <laughs> You're watching some fucking baby shit right now, like, and this is weird. Well, I'm um, pretty sure they were of age, and then. So that was the weird part. Was I looked it up, and they're fucking way older than I would have pegged them for. Really? How? So old at are time they? of at time of filming, um, uh, uh Tenok, um, was twenty one, and Julio oh, oh. was twenty two. It, it's it's a uh, Tenoch. Denoch. Okay, yeah. sorry. Denoch. Yeah, so Denoch was was 21 or or um to to use the actors names uh fucking Oh, fuck. I remember the other guy's name. I just remember Gael. Yeah. <laughs> is Gael something? Um is the I'm going to look it up. Oops. There we go. Yeah, Diego Luna uh like yeah so he was he was the guy who's 21 at the time oh, wow. and um gael bernal was was 22 but they looked fucking 12 man they looked like they were about 18 19 years old so that's what yeah I thought they but the, yeah that's the thing is i i said like afterward i was like i i bet you if i looked at photos of me at that age i'd probably think i looked fucking 12 so dude i was fucking i was fucking skinny as fuck back then man i was like a goddamn twig but anyway you were a goddamn twig <laughs> but um yeah that, that was an interesting movie i want to i want to hear your ideas first about it okay so first off um i just like I, I, so i i feel like there's it there's a thin line of trying to say what i'm trying to say without it being <laughs> weird <laughs> but like i just really enjoy this movie Especially the fact that the work you're going to talk about on this podcast, because like this just like reminded me of like shit you and I did, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like it, like not the fucking masturbating into a pool kind of no, shit. No, that like, was a little weird. Just like <laughs> that was a little weird. Um, but Reese, we both had our dicks out in that abandoned house, don't you recall? We did. Uh, li- listen, I wasn't going to bring that up. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring that up. I specifically said to my girlfriend. Here's a weird story, but I don't think I'm going to bring this up to the on the, on the podcast. I'm sorry. Um, it, you can bring it up if you want, but I'm not going to go more oh, into the shit, abandoned dude. house. I hope, uh, sorry, Belinda. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'll just tell her not to listen to this podcast. Yeah, just tell her. I was like, shit, your mom listens to this. <laughs> she, she doesn't listen to these anymore. Okay, okay. okay no, she, she hasn't even listened to the one with Rodri, and that's the one she said she would like to hear. Okay, okay. 
So, I mean, if we want to talk about the abandoned house when we get toward the end of this film and talk about what happens at the end of this film, we can talk about the abandoned house. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, but no, like, I just, it just, it was just, it was super nostalgic for me. Mm-hmm. Like, of when I was, you know, 18, 19 years old, and it was just you and me just fucking around and doing stupid shit and being teenagers and being, like, just young dumb kids yeah road tripping in a yeah. shitty ass car i remember that car, road tri- yeah. remember that fucking honda yeah. that we drove all the way to northern california with that's what i'm talking and about. like you i oh, know that was a different thing i was watching but like um yeah and you like came back and you had this fucking massive square sunburn on your shoulder dude it because was the, of the sunroof yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> you like <laughs> you made sure not to have your arm get sunburned but like one shoulder because of the sunroof was just like fucking burnt to a crisp yep that's right i remember my mom being pissed off at us because like it should be a four-hour drive from where we came from, and it took us like two and a half. Oh, really? Was <laughs> she it, was did like, we do it that fast? God damn, dude, we did that fast. Yeah, we're hauling ass. Cause yeah, it should be at least uh, a three. Yeah, yeah, it, it should be at least a three, but we did it in two and a half. It was pretty nuts. God damn. Yeah, we were we were good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of driving, I, I, I had a road trip up to uh, Ohio to do the training, and mm-hmm. uh, dude, I made fantastic time. It was great. <laughs> The thing is, like, you just can't do that in the UK, not in the sense of, well, there's two reasons. One, there's speed cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, like, I just wouldn't feel comfortable. Like, the roads are too b- bendy. Like, the reason yeah. I don't agree with speed limits in the US is because it's a fucking straight line. Yeah. Like, I can see what's coming at me. Mm-hmm. What's I can see what's around me. I can see everything. But, like, yeah, here, like, oh, the speed limit's 50 on most roads. Like, that's the most. Yeah, because I, like, if I hit 50... In two seconds, I'm going to hit a corner, and I don't know what's around that corner. But, like, the five freeway is, like, literally hundreds of miles of straight freeway. Yeah. Why is there a speed limit? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Um, people go 90 on there anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, I remember one time I was coming back from Vegas, so yeah. this is the 15, not the 5. Mm-hmm. Um, I was coming uh, coming back, and, and I was, like, driving down, down like, the, the big fucking hill like right after you get out of vegas Mm -hmm. when you're coming back um i was going like 100 miles an hour and these like guys were overtaking me and i was like yeah dude i'm not doing more like (laughs) yeah i see people do that shit to me too and i'm like damn dude you what the fuck are you going so fast for like i just think like (laughs) you're in they're like in the shittiest toyota camry going 100 miles an hour like I mean, more horrifying is the people who overtook me in the story I'm talking about were on motorcycles. Oh, wow. That's scary. But yeah. I mean, they do go fast, you know. They do go fast. <laughs> that's why uh, our, our mutual friend who we mention all the time on the podcast, Boogie, mm-hmm. uh, says that he won't buy, like, really, really fast motorcycles. And he's like, bikes. not because he's scared of them, but because he knows that if he can go 300 miles an hour, he will go 300 he miles an hour. Would, yeah, so he buys easy. himself bikes that only go 100. <laughs> only go 100 like they're maxed yeah, out at 100 well not like max at 100 but like that's oh, but like, like you know what he's most slower, likely going to yeah. do yeah. yeah like that's just like the most likely average of speed of what he's going to do it's just like it's it's just the point of like he can manage he can control he's in control when he's at 100 yeah. he knows what he's doing at that speed like that's what he's used to but if you gave him the option to go faster he would go faster and then be in danger have you heard of the isle of man are you kidding yeah, you know about it, don't you? Uh, yes. The I'm deadliest aware. fucking motorcycle race. Oh, the Isle of Man. I thought you meant like the island itself. Like, are, are you aware <laughs> of the Isle of Isle of Man? <laughs> yeah, they don't have COVID anymore. They're all open now. Oh, that's fantastic. But dude, they yeah. host the deadliest fucking race in like 
Yeah, they did. Anywhere. It's pretty nuts. Every race, at least eight people fucking die. Yeah, it's it's stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. I don't I don't really agree with it. I think it's I because I don't even want to watch it. Like it's just it's 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 ridiculous. Like yeah. I don't understand why you would get to the talent that require that you require to be that in control of a motorcycle at mm-hmm. that speed to then go into a race where you know there's a high chance of you dying and losing all of that talent. Well, like, see, that's because you don't understand racing. Because that yeah, well, sure. <laughs> people don't give a shit about dying because they're nothing but thrill seekers who want to be the best and want to go fast, dude. It's like fucking yeah. Ricky Bobby. But <laughs> I'm going fast, man. Exactly. But it, it's just that mentality. That it's just how they Dude, are. you know how many people have not seen Ricky Bobby in this fucking country? Well, it's a very American movie. <laughs> it's a, okay, I'll agree. It's a very American movie. Yeah. But like I'll say, um, like, like well, I'll, constantly Jesus I'll be like, I'd just like to thank God for uh, sweet my smoking hot wife. Or sweet baby Jesus yeah. for my smoking hot wife and my two sons, Walker and Texas Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I'll say that to people and people are like, what the fuck are you on about? Because, like, first of all, they don't know what Walker, Texas Ranger is. Cause that's, yeah, probably not. That's like, you know, Chuck Norris and fucking America right there. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, like, I get that there's something, but it's just, I mean, it's the same, same level of which, I guess, that in, in, in America, people have not seen Kevin and Perry go large. Yeah, I have um, no idea what the which fuck is, that is. A, yeah, it's, it's a fucking, it's a movie, quote, I put air, huge air quotes around that title movie, <laughs> <laughs> um, that, uh, unfortunately somebody suggested to me when I moved here, they were like, oh, do you want to see, like, a quintessential British film? And I, I fucking loathed it. I gave like a 30 minute rant about why I hated that movie. Oh, the worst part is every British person I meet is it. like, no, you just don't get it. Cause like, it's about this certain thing about Britain. It's like, and they're like going on about how that like, this, people just start defending it. And well, just, do, do you think it's at the same way that I'm sure, get it? Yeah. but at the same way, <laughs> the same way I'm sure that if I tried to show a, a British person, uh, the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Yeah. They would probably feel the exact same emotions yeah, probably, that I feel yeah. when watching uh, Kevin and Perry. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, but at the same time, goddamn, it's hilarious. Dude, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> I gotta watch that shit again. Um, <clears throat> but, but yeah, dude, it's insane. It's the fucking average speed is like 150 miles an hour average. Yeah. It's not top. It's, it's nuts, man. But anyway. Yeah, it is. What the fuck are we talking so, about? So, road trips and shit. <laughs> we were talking about road trips. We started about breaking the speed, speed, li- speed limit and shit like oh, that. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, we were talking about our, our trips. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. comparing it to uh, these two guys going on trips and shit. Yeah. And but I just, I really dug it. And so, so first off, I just want to say that I really like the narration. Yeah, that was good too. I like at that first, too. At first, I didn't. And as the movie went on, I felt like it. the movie would be sh- like less without it. Mm-hmm. Um. And one of the major things that I felt from the narration is like almost a break of nostalgia. Like in the sense that it felt for me, and I'm curious to hear what you think about it. Like Mm -hmm. it felt for me like the narration was just trying to remind you that these are, these are kids and they don't understand the same way that they don't realize what, what uh, the girl is going through. Mm, Like they don't realize like the pain that she's in. They don't realize the world that's happening around them. Yeah. Uh, So like, they don't realize that Louisa is just using them. They don't realize that this 
you know, they're like, oh, cool, we met a cool fucking fisherman. And it's like, well, actually, the fisherman's going to lose his job and be a janitor and mm-hmm. never fish again. And yeah, his whole sucks. livelihood is going to be gone. Like, like, it's just about, like, this time in young men li- young men's lives where you just feel like the whole world is... You're, you're like, in this in-between stage of being a kid and mm-hmm. being an adult. And you're technically supposed to be a part of this adult world. But you're really in this adult world with a child mindset. Yeah. So, and I feel like that's what the, I got from the narration. So what you're saying, essentially, and this is kind of what, what I got from it, is that the narration mm-hmm. felt like an impending maturity that was coming to hit them yeah. at, at a certain moment. And it felt like a reminder that, okay, this is... It also made it feel like it was being looked at uh, almost reminiscently, you know? Yeah, because so, at first I, I was confused because, like, um, a lot of the beginning narration is about, like, uh, Julio. Mm-hmm. Or about about uh, Tenoch, uh-huh. um, and then they did this. Th- one of the narrations said, and then Julio, and I was like, wait, is this? I thought the narration was like one of them older. Yeah, but it, it is. And then I realized it was none of them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's not like one of them reminiscing, but it does. It still feels reminiscing. It, it does, still feels yeah. like someone who's looking back at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, um, I thought it was good too. But yeah, go on. No, that that's essentially what I just kind of got the most. This movie just feels like nostalgia that reminds you that that nostalgia is almost it's just a lot of ignorance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Like the shot that it really stuck out to me was that shot where they're in the car mm-hmm. and they drive past that policeman who's just like harassing the fucking fruit stand yeah. corner sh- sales dude yeah. um and like they just show up and start harassing him but like it shows that in the car they didn't even notice him mm-hmm. and then the camera just like pans back and stares at it through the back window as they drive away well you can hear their conversation like it hasn't even interrupted their conversation mm-hmm. and it's just like the cameras has this mind of its own of like watching the real world unfolding around them mm-hmm. while they're oblivious because they're in this this moment that you know a moment that you would never forget as as an adult like this moment that would stick with you for the rest of your life of what you did when you were younger and the wild adventures you had but while you're having those young wild adventure adventures that mean so much to you later in life there's so much of the world that's going on around you that you're just not noticing yeah yeah um speaking of of shots and everything the the way this movie was filmed i thought was just fantastic the the visual storytelling that they showed us mm-hmm. in it alongside you know everything else they were saying i just thought was was yeah. great um like for example when they were showing the shots of the of the house when she first uh got called to get picked up by uh Tenoch and, and julio mm-hmm. um i forget the girl's name uh, oh yeah L- lucia uh lucia yeah um or louisia Lu- louisa louisa yeah louisa yeah louisa Louisa. Yeah. So uh, when she got picked up and, and the camera kind of backed into that room, panned over all the pictures that they had together. Yeah. And like kind of you see these little details like she had a picture of teeth or whatever on there that was just like, you know, like yeah. look like a card because she works uh, at an orthodontist. So she's not a dentist. I think she's just like a tech. Yeah. A dental tech. Yeah. She was like they said, she's the person who sucks the spit out of your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. The dentist is yeah she's just a dental tech. So. Uh, yeah. I like that there was uh, little details paying attention to that and just looking over their whole life uh, and mm-hmm. which basically it was a shot of her whole life. Um, yeah. And I, I thought that was... Well, I, I, I was like surprised that. with how much this movie, like how much of his directorial style has still just stayed 
in his films. Yeah, I haven't actually seen any of his other films. This is the only one. See, I know one you've seen. Oh, what? Harry Potter 3. What the fuck? No. Which, I'll remind you, is the next film he did after this one. Oh, my, I have to watch it now. <laughs> it's been so long. You've dude, seen Harry Potter 3. I haven't seen Harry Potter since I was growing up, dude. Yeah. But no, like, uh, honestly, watch, I'd say watch the second one first. Watch uh, Harry Potter and Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, Chamber of Secrets. Just to get the feel of, like, how bland and standard those movies were, directed by Christopher Columbus. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what the f- I'm sorry. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then and then the next watch the next one, which is just like the camera work is a hut. Like it's exactly this film. Like it's oh, just really? so spot on his style. Oh, it's so it's good. weird. It's random. It's got like weird shit going on. It's got really interesting camera work. Ca- like the and the camera still has that like cameraman feel where like people are talking and it's still just like and it pans off to something that's you know, what you should actually be paying attention to, but also realizing that they're not noticing the thing that the camera is while they're talking about something else. Mm-hmm. It has that feel throughout the film. Wow, that's is... so... Can you imagine? Uh, oh, okay, we need a director for our really innocent uh, children's book. Uh, yeah. Oh, what about that guy who just made that sex story about those teens? Yes! that's Let's get him! Well, I mean... <laughs> I, I always make that fucking comment for Guardians of the Galaxy in which I never understood why James Gunn was fired. Oh, that's so stupid. Of like, yeah, that's so of like, But like, literally, they were. it's like, all I can imagine is, uh, they were like, we need somebody to make, who's funny to make our Guardians of the Galaxy film. Uh-huh. They're like, who makes, who's, who, who do we know? And they're like, James Gunn made that superhero movie with Rain Wilson, where he smacked somebody in the face for cutting in line with a fucking wrench until their face was caved in. That was that movie was about superheroes. Wait, let's that, have, that was, have uh, him do it. What's it called? Wasn't it? Oh God, what can I remember? Super. That? It was just called Super, and it was yeah, with the it was guy just called Super. Yeah, plays Dwight, right? Yeah, the guy and who plays Dwight, weird, who's just like wants to be a uh, sex scene, right? Though, what's her name? Sex scene. Uh, Elliot Page. There you go. They had sex in that movie. Elliot Page like tries to rape him. Oh really? Yeah. Oh shit! I don't remember that. Dude, I just remember it's a weird uh, fucking movie. Like seeing, yeah, her skull or his skull get blown off. Yeah, no, she's like obsessed <laughs> with the. Uh, with I the, remember. Yeah. yeah, I remember the obsession. Yeah, and she like tries to literally jump his bones. Yeah, that's an say. interesting question that I've never had to encounter. I guess because of like actors and such, hmm. but like for Elliot Page, do you refer? she because the character was she at the time or he because the actor was well i said she just because it's uh it's just a rea- not reaction but it is what i was used to saying i i really yeah. should have said he because i think he should. but that's the question is like well i was about to finish the it. character was a she yeah 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 the character might have been so a like she. yeah yeah but that's if character I'm re- died before it, she was able to transition if i'm re- <laughs> if i'm referring to the character in the movie itself yeah. then yes i'll say she but if i'm referring yeah about the actor like if i'm referring to the actor then i'm gonna say he yeah because even if if, even if you have a a male playing a female in a movie that character is still a she in the movie you know what i mean yeah yeah so it's true that's how i feel about shakespeare plays (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean that happened a lot yeah Yeah. but no yeah but i i don't remember i remember the character being like super into dwight or whatever the fuck his name (laughs) i don't remember his name (laughs) um and i just remember Liv tyler being like a kidnapped but he was like obsessed with Liv Tyler oh, who hot. obviously also had a different name other than Liv Tyler but like <laughs> um 
But, like, yeah, he was obsessed with her, and, like, he went to save her for no reason other than he was, like, a, her stalker who found out that she was stolen or kidnapped, I mean. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, so, so yeah, yeah, that, that, that person, that person who made that movie where somebody raped another person, and that person that they raped fucking beat somebody's face in because they cut in line, like, that person, they were shocked when he made, like, fucking pedophile jokes on Twitter. Like, yeah. And fired him for it. And I was like, did you not watch? Uh, like, I'm not mad at James Gunn. Mm -hmm. I am. Those tweets that he did were, you know, Stupid. in poor yeah. taste. Yeah, 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 they were in poor taste. However, all that you've shown is that you didn't research who you hired. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And... Which means that it's not really his fault. <clears throat> no. It's yours. <laughs> exactly. And do I think that people can be forgiven for shit like that? Yes, I do. Because yeah. sometimes people just sh say shit. And you know, without thinking or without realizing yeah. anything. It's fucking Twitter, dude. Like, it's you yeah. can just type a message and send it real quickly and forget about it because you sent five other today. Like, it's just that's yeah. why I don't. That's why I stay off of Twitter. Like, yeah. there's just so many times I'll go on Twitter and I'll I'll see something and I'll type a fucking response to it, and yeah. then I just as I get to the end, I just go, I just don't want this. To this isn't me. Like, this isn't what I want. This isn't what I want from life. Is to have some fucking argument on the internet with somebody like i had some stupid argument with somebody with on reddit but like i didn't like i made a comment there they made a comment mm. i made a, a reaction comment to them and then they re responded to me and i was like i can keep going but this is gonna go well, who is this gonna help yeah. like <laughs> yeah, exactly uh and uh yeah so i just think that's that's interesting but um yeah, I need to watch that. Harry Potter, <laughs> yeah, so I don't. Again, I don't know why they chose Alfonso Cuarón for like uh, for the Harry, Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just... I I did enjoy. Um, and maybe maybe you can a little bit. I guess now after watching this film, um, so I I know you said that you don't really speak Spanish much, but how much of the movie could you like understand? Actually, more than I thought. Um, okay. Uh, obviously, when they're they're saying words that I just literally have never encountered in Spanish, yeah, I did not understand. But there's quite a lot that I heard, like, um, and then listening to what they were saying versus the translation that was on the screen is also. Oh yeah, the subtitles. I know you understand yeah. that for when you watch film, uh, French films or or yeah. other films that you know the language for. Um, yeah. Well, it's it's only other it's only French. It's only <laughs> There's no other languages. That, I I I'm learning Welsh, but I'm near not nearly enough to understand anything that they're saying. Yeah, so I like, just go like, oh, I heard he said somebody remembered something. <laughs> Who? Not a clue. <laughs> yeah, and so I thought that was cool. But you know what I also thought was cool, which was just a little little detail that I thought was mm -hmm. interesting. But she had used the term um, playing hooky, and hooky is uh like a colloquialism and, and if you're it's not okay so that's interesting because that's different from the subtitle i got which was way more like british oh what did you so get? essentially the subtitles i had made her have british words and them have american words oh wow so she said they skived she's like oh, i used to skive him all with him all the time and they were and skive just means like to ditch out of school or work yeah i was like what the fuck is skive yeah and I, and then she like had to translate that mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, "That's really cool." So and like she, she, like she would say, say in, in Spanish, yeah. "I don't know." Yeah, so I I'd have know. to listen because I didn't pick that up. I was too busy trying to read it because it was going by so fast. I was, it was really yeah. The, the subtitles did go by really quick. Yeah, it was really flexing my uh, my reading <laughs> skills, uh, yeah. and so it was difficult for me at times to actually hear yeah. the Spanish over my own reading. Um, so yeah. I don't know exactly what she had said in that, but uh, 
Yeah, the one that I read. So the one that I had was I, I got this one off of Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was. It's not available on Amazon in this country. Oh yeah, it's available on Amazon in this one, and it had yeah. a subtitled version and then a non-subtitled version. So mm-hmm. I couldn't even go into the settings and change the subtitles if I wanted to. Wow, that's so, weird. I'm almost curious if the version I watched was the legitimately translated, like the original translated one, but I'm not yeah. sure. Because uh, it wasn't uh, done by Amazon, the translation. It was done by... Yeah. I, I don't know. She, there's even, there was even subtitles where, like, if they said asshole, it would say asshole, but if she said asshole, it'd say arsehole. Like, A-R-S-E hole. Oh, weird. Yeah, like, it always Like how asshole. British people say arse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought that was really interesting because it really gave depth in the subtitle to the fact that she was spanish not mexican yeah no that makes that makes sense too yeah so i was i i liked those little details you know what i mean yeah no i thought it was i thought it was really well done in terms of those subtitles that i got um i did really enjoy those details i also really enjoyed that as i said to you a million times i couldn't understand a fucking word she said (laughs) Uh, she did like speak with a little both of those guys with both of them i was like ah, i'm picking up a little bit what you're saying yeah her spanish was different that's for sure yeah just a little bit though not not so different uh spanish from spain is uh, we're essentially taught spanish from spain uh the mexican that's the spanish. really weird thing <laughs> what that i think in in like la like yeah. when we grew up and we like learned spanish we were taught span spain spanish yes we like were. we were yeah. taught barcelona spanish mm-hmm. oh, sorry barcelona <laughs> but yeah which i think is like well yes and no like I, I just remember in spanish class like a lot of it being like very centered around that which i thought was really odd because really you'd be like listen if you're learning this language here you're gonna have to learn it so that you can communicate with people here mm. so we're gonna teach you um there's an interesting video i can't remember the name of the channel there's this girl who she just like she's a, she's a linguist kind of person she uh-huh. learns a lot of languages uh-huh. um and she did a whole video called uh, why you should choose? Why you should never learn a language but learn a dialect? Huh. And it's it's her saying that she felt like she was getting nowhere with Spanish until she decided to learn specifically like uh, northwestern, like essentially where we're, we're what we're used to, northwestern oh. Mexican Spanish. But yeah, that's way that's yeah. way different. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, and then I ch- chose that, and she's like, and along with that comes like an understanding of the region, the culture, the understanding of like the situation, why yeah. this is different, why this is here, this, 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 yeah. and like, yeah, essentially, it, it just it was, it, I think it's it's really good, and I think it's important to to learn, and it's worth, uh, you know, I've never I've had that problem with um, with French like a lot is like I'll come across words that I think are more interesting in swedish or or sorry in in swiss french or belgian french or parisian french or quebecois like i come across words where i'm like this is more interesting here and i really should just choose one like that's that's really the best idea Uh is to choose one to to go forward with um and i haven't although with welsh i I essentially have is i've north or south south southwest welsh is what i mostly is what i'm used to and what i say and that comes a little bit from where i learned a lot of welsh like in person um uh like it really pains me that there's certain words that i say that i in my head think are incorrect but like if i'm naturally speaking i will say it the the like south southwest way um like milk or even the word for welsh (laughs) Uh yeah 
Because, like, the word for Welsh, the way my dad says it, because he's from more like just the the, the south of Wales, um, he would say uh, Cumbraig. But I, I just instinctively just say Cumbraig because that's what I'm used to hearing people say mm-hmm. when I spoke to people in, in West Wales. Or And as much as I used to correct everyone in West Wales, <laughs> because my dad says Llaith uh, for milk, uh-huh. I'll I, I just say Llaith because I worked in a fucking cafe or I worked in a and I worked in a coffee shop in West Wales. Like it's just I've heard more I've heard most of my conversations of people saying Llaith, uh-huh. so I just say Llaith because I'm used to it now. Yeah, you've picked up on the local dialect. Yeah. It's but yeah, uh, but yeah. No, Mex- the the difference between what she was saying and what they were saying, I thought was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought it was it just brought more character. I'm just happy that it was in the subtitles, really, because obviously that character's in the film anyway. Mm-hmm. That like dynamic. Um, but I was I was just really happy with the subtitles because obviously it, it brought that dynamic into the film. Mm-hmm. That is, I think that's something that I wouldn't have been able to appreciate as a as an English speaker. Yeah, see, I didn't get that in my translation, so. I uh, I feel a little fucking cheated. You should feel cheated. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but uh, the, back to the to the shots and everything though. Um, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was very well shot. Uh, I, I liked all the symbolism too that they had. It was interesting seeing these uh, almost like these stages of life that were constantly mm-hmm. being showed to us. Um, you know, yeah. you had children, you had the uh, marriage, and you had death. You know. Yeah, yeah. Every like every character had a tragic backstory. <laughs> like right at the beginning, it was literally like, "Here's a new character. This their person, their parents died." <laughs> like everyone just like was just had a sad backstory. But I mean, like like visually, we saw all those things. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. visually, the the camera work in this was really good of yeah. just like juxtaposing, just. Like them, like I said, their their obliviousness to all this, mm-hmm. while all this horrible kind of stuff was happening around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was really. And I just liked, especially like, showing them start off in Mexico City, where obviously, especially uh, Tenoch is like very rich, and then there's the further out they go, the like poorer people got, mm-hmm. and like how there's the bus stop that one of them, one of the bus stops they passed was literally just like blocks of concrete that offered shade and that was it yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah some very very extreme differences in mexico <laughs> uh, i'm curious what your um translation was for it because in the scene where uh julio gets out of the car and and like starts because he finds out that um fucking tenoch slept with his girlfriend yeah and he's like kicking at the door and stuff like that yeah um did did he call him white trash or what did he call him in your subtitle? Uh, no, he's calling him Hick. They can't say white okay. trash because you know it's an American translation. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, my translation said white trash. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. They were like, he was like, "You fucking bitch! You just call me white trash!" And I was like, "I mean, you both. I mean, you're kind of white, but I, like in America, you guys aren't called white trash." <laughs> Honestly, Hick. Yeah, Hick makes more sense too. Yeah, Hick makes Hick made more sense. I I got yeah. that the the point of the translation was to. Like we would go, I know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> and like make the association, but Hick makes more sense. Yeah, Hick makes. More I also sense. thought that was an interesting aspect of the film, and it's explored a lot more, I'd say, in Roma, which, if you haven't seen, is really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, very different from this film, uh, in terms of like the camera work stuff that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still it's the same director as Alfonso Cuarón. Yeah. Um, 
but it's it that that Roma shows a bit more of what I'm about to say, but this movie still had kind of the aspect of like all of the like you know Julio's clearly poor, yeah, but he's not as poor as like Some like of both of them things. have very heavy Spanish features, mm-hmm. and like all the people who they show who have far more uh, nice native like aztec or 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 like you know uh like first nation features Uh those people were like working the shittier jobs and doing the shittier things Uh and in far worse conditions oh you're right yeah yeah and i i noticed that i was like all the people who look native like chewy look for example yeah Yeah. like chewy yeah chewy was fucking native and he just had like a shit job and like lost his job even the shit job that he had like Mm -hmm. later in life but like they they both had really heavy spanish like spaniard features Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, but it's like even more like just look at my know, family for example you, you met my grandfather right? yeah look at your family yeah. your grandfather has that fucking super conquistador nose <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> uh, passed it through so many generations it ain't going away yeah, that, that, yeah. yeah. hold on give me a second I'm gonna turn the light on in my room it's fucking dark in here now alright Yeah, I in Roma they talk about it more. It's like the main character woman uh, is is that more like native kind of person, and she's just like a housemaid. Yeah. Um, and but the family that she works for are a, just far more Spaniard looking, and it just shows that like you know the kind of it, it's weird for Americans to think about that white privilege more or less exists in Mexico still, but oh, yeah. it does like but it's like almost like in in a weird way of like any of the people who in mexico would consider white came up to america would be like you mexicans (laughs) yeah yeah that's because america is extremely white (laughs) yes they're even whiter than that i know know. (laughs) yeah spanish people like i meet and i'm like yeah you know like i I just don't understand like why people like i don't i wouldn't lump you into into white like see, they, they are quite tan people in general but like obviously it's just because from where they're from like i just think when people think white i think what we're really talking about is like english french and german because mm, yeah. like even like a sicilian man like those those people are dark yeah well, like you get like northern italy like milan and and um and northern italy yeah but you ever watch <laughs> uh, uh, you ever watch pocahontas reese I, you know, of course I did. You know the Spanish because, conquistador yeah. in that? He's white as fuck. Yeah, yeah. But he's got that nose. He's got that <laughs> fucking eagle beak ass nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought, is he a Spanish conquistador? He is. I thought he was he's, white because isn't John Smith fucking the whitest dude you've ever met? No, John Smith is, uh, I think he might be British, but uh, the yeah. conquistador. I thought he was British. I thought he was English. I didn't realize. English. I mean, now that I think about it, he's got the helmet, but you know. Yeah, no, the conquistador. The I forget his name, but he is definitely Spanish. Yeah, yeah. isn't it crazy? Like, it it just shows like a, a change in language across barriers of like, in America we call them the first settlers, and in Spanish you call them the conquerors. Conquistador. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really sad. <laughs> well, I wonder what natives call, you know, 
the first settlers. <laughs> like uh, uh, Native Americans. <laughs> what do they call them? I said dickheads. dickheads. <laughs> yeah, I think I've heard your mom say that a couple times. <laughs> yeah, especially my father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also known as the first settler. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Ugh. But, uh, but yeah, no. Yeah, I, I I really enjoyed the film in terms of yeah, just like it's it's play. It, it just it it showed a, an aspect of Mexico that I feel like you know um, is just not seen. And also these two actors who fucking are huge. They're famous. Like I didn't realize this movie had them in it, mm-hmm. and they're like this is like them as babies like it's just crazy to see them now like you know like i I made the joke because like i was like um obviously i feel like julio is probably like more famous in american films Mm -hmm. um whereas diego luna is like not i guess maybe as much Mm -hmm. um but uh i i so i turned to my girlfriend because she was watching the beginning with me and i was like do you recognize pure sex Uh, from what it's just like pure sex in the beginning oh yeah the beginning was just like i I turned on the movie i was like i was like before we start uh marco said he thought this would be a good suggestion because uh uh last movie had a lot of sex and adolescent sex so i'm really worried this is gonna start with a lot of sex and then i just press play and it's just like (laughs) like, oh oh, yeah it does have it so yep okay yeah uh but yeah no like i i was like do you recognize that guy for um for tenoch and she was like, no, who's that? And I was like, do you remember Rogue One? And she was like, oh, fuck, that was him. I was like, yeah, he's been in this fight since he was six, remember? Like, Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. It is nuts. But yeah, yeah, those guys, uh, I guess they've been around for a while then, huh? No, they're, they're really, really famous yeah. Mexican actors. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, I just didn't know that they were in this film. And it makes sense why they're such famous actors. Because this is obviously such a... Uh, it was a huge movie in Mexico. Like apparently, it broke all box office records. Dude, and stuff I like looked that. at the thirteen million dollars. Yeah, that's a lot. So like a budget movie. of like two million. Wasn't yeah, it? you could tell this movie was budget friendly. Like, yeah, it wasn't. And then you know they just paid the townspeople. You know, I mean, in Mexico, it's really cheap to do that. Yeah, <laughs> but that's crazy. That's so much money. That's insane. Yeah, probably the most expensive scene in the whole movie was just filming that diner because they had to pay the fucking diner guy. Oh, right at the end. Yeah, which yeah. apparently was the first film they 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 uh, the first shot. scene they shot. Yeah, yeah. Wow, but um, yeah. that's interesting. I wonder why they would do it in that order. Oh. I don't know. I always feel like <laughs> in a movie yeah. in a movie like that, um, I would probably as a director myself, but again as as an amateur who doesn't fucking understand anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> like i would try my hardest to make that the last scene that they film because i'd really want them to feel that as a director i'd want to feel them i would want the actors to feel the emotion Mm -hmm. that this is the last time their characters are going to see each other well see that would make you and i want so that would make you an actor's director then because you would care about the idea of the actor some directors are just like you're the actor it's your job to just feel that way you know what i mean yeah so but you would be more of a an actor's director Yeah, I guess I guess so, but like, cause my in my mind, I don't think that actors, most of their jobs should not be protecting or should not be pretending. Mm-hmm. My job as a director is to find actors who are as close to the truth as what I need, so that I can get that from them. Exactly. That that's a very good point. That's good. Uh, now, yeah. 
Um, that, but they probably filmed it last or first because scheduling or some shit like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. So of course it's always scheduling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like difficult to fucking get the place open. Yeah. Quaron's like, I want to film this scene last because of blah 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 blah. And the producer's like, that's nice. Well, here's the schedule sheet. Yeah, exactly. And that's not gonna work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. so so let's talk about the other very huge theme about the film now, the sex. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think? Yeah. Um yeah, I mean like I, I thought it was I, I think that um in terms of the sex in general, I'm I'm not sure what I really want to say, but I thought the play on like almost like the male fantasy was really funny. Because mm-hmm. like the beginning of the film when especially when she gets in the car with them, I was like, This is too this is ridiculous. This is too unrealistic, mm-hmm. like it's so it's like every teenage boy's fantasy. You yeah, know? like it's it's exactly like, like if this were you and me, like this would be the fucking situation we were in. Like we're just like let's both try and fuck this lady. Like, <laughs> um, she's forty years old. Let's do it. Like we're in. Let's have a road trip. Let's do it. Like we would be there, but like obviously nothing in reality, nothing would happen. Well, that's why when she um, asked them, they were like denying it hardcore. <laughs> yeah, because like they just no. They I, just, this fantasy, I just I just liked this. Yeah, which is why like so when they start, she starts sleeping with them. I was like, oh come on like i was a little bit annoyed because even though i knew it was going to happen i was like it's just it just felt kind of like nonsense and then like the scene where sh- they're by the side of the highway yeah and she's like wasn't this the dream like wasn't this your fucking sick fantasy like yeah. let's both fuck the old lady while we're you know on a country trip like i thought this was what you wanted like what you wanted was this big hyper fantasy of like you know Mm-hmm. like we can conv- convince this lady to go on a road trip with us and maybe she'll suck our dick like yeah. like that she's like i don't understand why you're mad when i'm giving you exactly what you expected mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and i just thought that was great like that scene where it's just like it, it it's it's it does two things where it fulfills that male fantasy but then shows like the reality of what it would have been with these two like kids these two adolescent boys who don't realize like you know how to f- how adult relationships work yeah exactly. and how they both have fucked each other's girlfriends like a bunch of times oh my god dude that was yeah. i forgot about that to- entirely yeah uh, like i said i watched this movie a long time ago and <sighs> it was because yeah. i couldn't find porn um <laughs> uh, just being honest yeah <laughs> um you know what i thought was really stupid hmm. apparently diego luna had to wear a um a prosthetic penis Wow. It was one of them. I think it was Di- Diego Luna had to wear a prosthetic penis. And the reason was because his character is circumcised. Yes. Um, so they, or no, it was, it was, yeah, he was circumcised. So they, they had to give him a penis that was circumcised because he is not. And I was like, just write that one bit of dialogue out, dude. Like, I feel like it's way more expensive to do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, uh, I think it was necessary for them to have that dialogue. Um, mm-hmm. Because not only is it... I mean, you're talking about life here. You're talking about uh, mm-hmm. boyhood almost, like going from adolescence to to manhood. And, mm-hmm. you know, men obviously don't make fun of each other like that, or they shouldn't. Adolescents yeah. do. Um, they find yeah. anything that's different about you to pick at it. And that's one thing the that amount, a lot of people... Uh, I'm going to share some shit on the podcast that I shouldn't. Mm. The amount of people in high school, I think maybe you included, who gave me shit for not being circumcised, man. Like, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. And that's obviously not a conversation, like you said. I, that's not a conversation I have now. But exactly. like, yeah. in high school, fuck me, that was a long conversation. <laughs> Dude, you know, I think I was just, yeah, I don't know. If I was, I wasn't a bit more of an asshole back then. <laughs> so I'm sorry if I ever did give you shit about it. Um, and you're right, I probably did. Um, 
but just because it's like you know it's like i said it's, it, we just yeah. find anything that's different about people and then just fucking pick away at it because you know we yeah. all had it done to us and it's just different things that we each have it done for us about so yeah. um and i think that was necessary in this to kind of like uh show that they were you know still just fucking you know yeah insecurity is such a huge insecure, part of yeah because by the end of it yeah. like they don't care and they they in fact their their bond was very strong and in fact it was really yeah. sad that what happened afterwards <laughs> yeah. where they just stopped talking i think to each other. yeah i think obviously what happens is they they let down those barriers but i think in a way they still retain their immaturity and i think that's what stops them going forward i think they got scared like, yeah yeah they got scared they got scared because they show they've got a, a brief glimpse of what being an adult who doesn't like essentially you know what what sh what uh luisa was which mm -hmm. was just like someone who isn't afraid of what what other people will think because she doesn't she's not afforded that luxury because mm -hmm. she's gonna die soon yeah yeah like, i forgot about she that doesn't, too holy shit yeah Oh, well, I thought it was pretty obvious, obviously, from the beginning when they show her in the doctor's office. Uh, and then, like, how she's already crying to her husband before he tells her that, you know, she that he cheated on her. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, she's going to tell him that she's really sick, and then he just decides to drop this shell on her. So she just goes, well, fuck it. Like, just leaves. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, so she's, she's given them this opportunity to live the way she is, which is free from dealing from the stigma that she would be afraid to feel otherwise which obviously she felt the whole time like she's talked about how she doesn't like her job and she doesn't really like what she's done with her life because yeah, exactly you know yeah. she's she she's just always been worried about making sure she has the right life mm -hmm. that people are like good job with like um and and she allows them to live through that lens of not caring yeah and then but now they have to carry on and kind of you know still care in a in obviously the repressed not good way but they are still caring see i was about to say um, that yeah it's still it almost feels like they didn't uh fully learn it it feels like they they were yeah. on the brink of a, of a breakthrough essentially but then yeah. immediately closed back because yeah on the brink of a breakthrough but then like you can tell it hasn't settled in really either for either of them because yeah. tenoch is is aware that louisa died yeah um and yet and yet when uh, when Julio's like, oh yeah, my brother came out as gay, he's like, oh fuck, is he like, you know, is he miserable, is he shit, like, is everything terrible for him now? And he's like, no, he's happier than he's ever been. Yeah. <laughs> like, Julio's like, no, that like, the, the best thing that happened for him was he admitted who he was. Mm -hmm. And like, so even though, you know, he should have learned already because he found out that Louisa died and that Louisa was living at every moment like it's her last, mm -hmm like he should be like in that zone too because he realized that's what she gave her but he's not because the first thing he says when he finds out about one of their friends being gay is their life must be terrible now yeah exactly it's almost like he didn't mature at all yeah i think none of them i think neither of them did yeah. i think that's the real tragedy of the film is it that is. neither of them matured yeah this is this is i guess you could say a tragedy for sure yeah <clears throat> Oh. Yeah, if the film, like I said, with the voiceover just constantly telling you bad news, yeah. the movie did feel like it. It just felt like a tragedy throughout. Like, because yeah. even in happy moments where there was moments of them doing good things and doing this, 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 it would stop. And I loved how it just it stopped and then it waited a few seconds. Mm -hmm. Like all the all the audio cut, and it was like, oh, 
we're about to hear some news. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, it's bad news, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. Something just popped in my head. Not to be like super off topic, but I, I think okay. I know what I want to be my next suggestion for a movie. But we'll talk about that later. Um, I'm so sorry, but it's going to be a while to your next suggestion. I know, I know, I know. But I'm going to tell you about it anyway, uh, after okay. we give this movie our rating. Okay, yeah. Do you want to go first, or shall I go first? Well, let Since me... you've recommended the film, do you... or if you have anything else you want to say about yeah, the movie. Let me yeah, just, let me just say a little bit about it. Um, watching through it, for, for someone who like kind of tries to analyze everything in a film as it's going, like, what's the point of the movie, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, with a tragedy it's often difficult to find like a point mm-hmm. um so it was hard for me at first watching this i was like well what the fuck is happening <laughs> you know especially since i'm like trying to read but also pay attention to yeah. everything else the, the movie was doing at the same time it's definitely something i should probably watch again um i might have to watch it again yeah, yeah i wouldn't even mind watching it again no now, especially now with like kind of the full knowledge of the film yeah exactly because i didn't i mean obviously i i'd heard this movie involved a lot of sex yeah um and to be honest i thought the movie was going to be more about like uh, a little bit of incest because of the title <laughs> oh <it's> a... <laughs> like, no no you heard yeah. them say that though at the end right yeah no so i understand like the the title is more like you it's know more like a joke I f- uh go fuck yourself and your mother like that's what the title is supposed to be yeah he's like i fuck kind your mom of, like... as well yeah it's like your mom yeah. joke yeah it's, it's a your mom joke yeah. which actually it's a your yeah is <laughs> which is kind of because funny because it's talking about immaturity and and maturity mm-hmm. and so yeah. it's like but i i i took it a bit too literally and i thought they were gonna fuck someone's mom oh like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think a lot of people might have thought that too you know like yeah. why and your mother too you know it's when i was reading yeah. a review and it was like a and your mother also and it's like, yeah <laughs> it's not the title i mean it kind of is but it's not um but uh, a lot of people will just directly translate it when they're talking about the movie and it's like no, yeah just say i mean it's a hard one to translate i would translate it as and your and your mom as well oh and your mom as well yeah yeah, like in your mom, because in, in your mom too, just kind of doesn't roll very well for me. Like as a, I guess as a title, but yeah. like yeah, essentially, yeah, it's it's obviously, uh, like it, and I think that the title also like it it has almost a double meaning of like you said the immaturity of your mom jokes, mm-hmm. but also like just how many people they fucked in this movie. <laughs> like yeah, well they actually didn't have that much. Like they didn't have that much sex. So it's just those two yeah. guys were mm-hmm. just sharing bonds that they didn't even realize they had. <laughs> Yeah. which is crazy um <laughs> oh man but what was I, I don't remember if it was my i don't know if it would be just my subtitles where he was like you mean i was stirring in your own mayonnaise <laughs> <laughs> what? No, i don't they call i i remember when they called each other cum brothers but they didn't <laughs> yeah no that that's what i think that was the translation that i got was i was stirring in your own mayonnaise <laughs> oh yeah no they were like we're cum brothers that's what i got yeah and uh, yeah no that wasn't my translation <laughs> on the subtitles <laughs> that's really oh man looking gross um but you know i think that was interesting so it when they were talking about there was uh things that they didn't tell each other that they Mm -hmm. both were doing i remember he was talking about he lights a match when he uses the bathroom at his friend's house and and uh uh, the other one lifts the toilet seat up with his foot before he goes to the bathroom at his friend's house you know Mm -hmm. so that I think the uh, narrator was kind of telling us that there there's secrets between the two that were yet to be revealed, and that's when, yeah. it, after a couple of scenes, that's when it came out that they had both slept with each other's girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, which is interesting. I wonder. So was, I wonder yeah. why 
it's still a little lost on me but i wonder why he told him that he slept with his girlfriend after he had had sex with uh uh, uh luisa because he was jealous he wanted to get a one-up on him yeah but it's like it just why though like because he was an immature boy who wanted to feel like he won i guess i guess that's what i got from it was just yeah. he wanted to feel like he won i guess that makes sense yeah i don't know just yeah uh, that makes more sense than anything. like yeah, yeah they're true. both on this road trip they both think they're both they both individually think they're gonna sleep with her mm-hmm. and then when he found when he saw that he's the one who slept with her he's like okay well how do i how am i the one who comes out on top in this situation why well, fucked your girlfriend let's destroy the friendship <laughs> yeah which he already did but you know uh yeah that's 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 okay yeah i guess that makes sense it's just interesting to me um that he would feel that bad about him losing to that but anyway yeah um all right, so mm. i guess that answers that question but uh yeah. yeah i felt like also another thing that the sex that that uh, luisa was trying to share with them was mm. Like, she knew these guys haven't been with a lot of people, or a lot of girls. Yeah. She knew that they were probably, you know, they're children. They're, they're, they're just young men who are have yet to understand connection and bond and the actual yeah. intimacy They just sex. think sex is sex. Yeah, they, 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 don't, they don't understand yeah. the intimacy or, like, the idea or everything like that. So it felt like she was trying to use that as a way for them to, like, you got to slow down and understand the intimacy, not just with sex, but with the world around you, too yeah so that's what it felt like like yeah it wasn't just like a gratuitous amount of sex it didn't feel like overkill either which i liked yeah. about it It didn't really feel like overkill yeah. to me so i thought yeah. that was good because some movies tend to be gratuitous i was kind of worried that the last scene was going to go for a while you know it was going to be gratuitous oh and then when it just kind of cut away from her sucking both of them off and like them making out i was like oh that's that's exactly what i needed from that scene like it gave me everything important that i needed which is that they uh-huh. kind of finally came, overcame their own boundaries and like are, are in this position where they're they're willing to realize that they're they instead of hiding their own experience from each other they can share the experience together uh-huh. in a sense like it like and then it cut there i was like all right well that, that's all i need to see that's all i needed to get from the scene i, I didn't need to see the rest of the fucking because that's because yeah. the rest of the fucking would have been gratuitous yeah it would have been pointless it would have been essentially yeah. porn yeah um but yeah so i thought it was a that was a really good amount um and it was a good amount of sex <laughs> yeah yeah very good amount yeah <laughs> uh yeah but uh yeah so i thought i thought that was the overall point and idea of how she used sex in it and, and sex yeah. in the movie is used in general because like i said it was an important theme and i feel like it is a theme that kind of ties everything together because mm-hmm. you know we're talking about immaturity and maturity and we're talking about the world around them and, and the events that are going on and how they're just oblivious and and kind of just ignorant of it all and the sex is almost like showing them not to be that or it's like she's trying to, to, to tell them these things in 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 sex because <laughs> she never tells yeah. them like directly she's never direct with what she tells them like not not extremely you know what i mean like she's not actually saying you need to pay attention to the world around you or whatever she's she's talking to them but she's also a little bit oblivious to it because like even in the scene that i talked about of them driving past the the fruit stand dude Mm -hmm. like she just she didn't even pay attention yeah you know like there's a little bit of her almost regressing to their point 
well, in the fact that she doesn't she doesn't have much life to live left. But that's the thing. So she's she was living uh so close-mindedly, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. She wasn't living her best life. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So yeah, she wasn't paying that. attention to everything else outside the world in in living and understanding that the area plus also she's new to Mexico. She's never been to Mexico before in her life. Um but uh so she she is also learning and trying to do that all herself in such a short amount of time. So Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, because her life was very, very much in one tiny, small spot. She had to pay attention to her dying aunt and, and take care of her aunt or whatever. And then yeah. after that, she basically just got married. You know, like yeah, she had a little bit of boyfriends here and there, but she was basically just married after that <clears throat> to this guy, and that was it. And that's her life was being married and being a housewife. So she didn't have time or a chance to really. Um, get to do anything or, or do or go to travel or, or pay attention and experience the world in an intimate way that she might have wanted to yeah but yeah good movie um all right it's really good yeah what was your what was your rating did you already say it uh i did not oh, okay. i would give it an eight out of ten you know i think i, I want to give it that as well eight eight and yeah. a half not nine but definitely a strong uh, yeah. eight and I don't think that eight is it, like it's not that there's things wrong in the film that I that I don't like that bring the score down. It's just more of like obviously when you get I'd say an eight is a movie that it really impresses me um, and uh, goes above and beyond. But there's still areas not where I think that could have been better, but like obviously there's just it's just not as good as other movies that I can think of that would be a nine or a ten. Uh-huh. Yeah, for me. Um... I don't know. I guess it all has to go about feeling in terms of my uh, mm-hmm. rating for these movies. Because um, this movie was... I might give it a better review later on because it was so, uh, I would say, intellectually taxing on me to watch it due to the fact that yeah. I had to... I'm like hearing a different language. I'm reading it, reading <laughs> translation. Yeah. I'm hearing the differences between the two i'm seeing it was just a lot of stuff to take yeah in. hearing the differences between the two is is a little bit frustrating yeah so it's like I, um i picked that up a few th- a few things that they said like the two dudes that they were saying where i was yeah. like eh, it's never really matching what they're saying but but i've just, I've just kind of grown used to it i guess mm-hmm. yeah um, i'm even watching a show right now that's like a huge that's <laughs> just a huge problem in that movie in that show yeah um because it's a french tv show which is fucking hilarious to be honest but <laughs> i won't talk about that right now yeah dude you know what i hate so uh what? i'll watch so i'll watch a anime right i'll mm-hmm. watch it subbed and dubbed and mm-hmm. <laughs> the subtitles don't even match what they're actually saying yeah in the dub it's like what why they're speaking i saw movie? a huge th- fucking thread about that on the french the french subreddit yeah uh, it was just this fucking whiny bitch. Like, <laughs> it's this dude who's like, he was like, oh, I've had it with being on this sub or on this on this Reddit page and seeing how many people get angry when the dub and the sub don't match. I work in the industry. Most of the time, we don't even deal with the same company that does with the does the dub as we do the subs. So we're basically both translating in completely different translations and like different meeting and trying to get syntax across. And this is this. You guys don't appreciate our work. This is this. And like. I was just like, oh, dude, you're just having a big bitch fit, and I really don't care. Like, I maybe could have cared, but now I don't. <laughs> yeah, because see, we're not mad at the guys who do the translations. We're mad at the company who decided yeah. to do 
you know, a sub and a dub yeah. and then not have a linked, yeah. like, or, or a, a correlating version, you know what I mean? Because that's yeah. Netflix's yeah, fault. That's not the people who translate it. Yeah, it is, yeah. Like, and then, and then of course, the one of the, most of the comments were people talking about the show that, <laughs> that I'm talking about. That's a French show uh-huh. of people being like, oh, my problem is that this is this in this show. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just like, a, it's a really, it, it seems that I found out about it because people who learn French are like, watch the show. It's a really good way to learn colloquial, like actually spoken French as opposed to what people tell you that you should say. Oh, that's cool. Um, like, that's nice. And yeah. it's, yeah. Um, but anyway, back to the film. Yeah. Your score. What's yeah. your score? Well, Oh, no, you did say, you said you'd give it the same. Yeah, I'd give it like an answer. eight and a half. So I feel like I probably would give it a nine after a couple of watches. Because um, mm-hmm. like I was saying, it was a lot to take in all at once. Yeah. Um, and reading and hearing all of that. Um, but yeah, it's definitely definitely required a lot of me to watch it, especially like first thing in the morning. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's fair. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, I watched uh, it last night. I was I was I was pretty happy with it. Like I was, like obviously the takeaway from the end of the film is just kind of sad. Mm-hmm. But I think that I just and I I told my girlfriend because she watched a little bit of it. It's like she went she went away to do other stuff at the mm-hmm. at the end. She came back. She was like it's just kind of sad. And I was like yeah, but I think in the same way that we talked about call me by your name like there's things that she won't get about the film oh like yeah. oh yeah no i think this one especially i feel that yeah yeah i think this this movie even even so much as to say that even some men wouldn't get it because i think it requires you to have that like comfortable that kind of not to to you know blow smoke up of both of our own asses but like <laughs> uh like it requires the kind of friendship that you and i had yeah. when we were growing up you know where yeah. we we fucking spent like basically every fucking waking moment together just like doing random shit and eating fritos and fucking you eating corn nuts and Hell fucking yeah. i got my corn just... nuts right here man yeah it's uh, empty though fucking... sadly <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no just it requires that kind of that kind of extremely close friendship mm-hmm. with one person where you know especially in that i mean i think you and i may be a little different of like um how open we probably were mm-hmm. i guess well reese you and um, i shared a girlfriend one time <laughs> We, you know, we did, did we? <laughs> yeah. Did we? Porsche. It's not really, but oh yeah. yeah. Well, that doesn't really yeah, count. Oh, I'm, that's how I'm we just, met, though. <laughs> I'm mostly just joking about it, but yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, yeah. I for for those who don't know, the first time I met Marcos, he stole my girlfriend. <laughs> Dude, it was. <laughs> and now I have a podcast with him. <laughs> like, come on, it, it was. was... <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, yeah. it takes two to tango, but yeah. at the same time, it's just if I if I was like, you know, if I went back to me. The yeah. day that Portia, you know, like, was like, oh, w- let's break up. And then the next day I found out she was dating you. If I yeah. went to that me mm. at 16 and was just like, when you're 26, you're going to have a podcast with him. <laughs> that, that would be pretty fucking funny, wouldn't it? Yeah, it wouldn't. <laughs> oh, man. But no, it just requires that kind of, I think, I think there's a little bit of, like, extra nostalgia for me in terms of, like, and it's it was halfway through the film i was just like i'm really glad i'm gonna be talking about this film with marcos because this is the person i had this relationship with yeah it was was a kid it was really fun it was really good i always talk about it i always talk about uh like i I tell my wife all the time man uh, i miss being able to just like hang out with someone um Mm -hmm. because like i got nobody to hang out with down here making friends as an adult after high school is so much harder for me (laughs) oh my god (laughs) yeah i get that it's i feel like it's um it's definitely a difficult skill. I think I've probably done a decent job yeah, it like over here. Yeah, sounds like pretty well, yeah. Yeah, but um, 
but yeah, no, I can I can imagine it's quite difficult, oh, like yeah. just in general. But like, yeah, it, I, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm I'm in a similar boat, but um, yeah, and I've just I somehow I don't know how somehow I've wrangled people. Well, you've always <laughs> been more of a you've always been kind of an extrovert in in a little bit of way in terms of like you're yeah. you're very outspoken about the way that you feel about certain things. So yeah. whereas me, I'm a little bit more silent. About yeah, my things, no, I can see so, that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think in that way you're able to find and make connections easier. Um, and so like, uh, like it was, you, you were very easy to play off of in like a group conversation. It was great. Um, like you honestly made me look a lot better. To, to, I'm just going to say that. <laughs> Whenever we're hanging out in a group and like you were in that group with me, it was great. It was easy. Really? You know, I, I, I talked a lot more uh, when yeah. I was in a group and you were also there. But other than that, if you weren't there, I probably would have been a lot quieter, and I probably would. Really, because I think I think back to how like awkward I thought I was oh, when no, I was like dude. 16, 17, 18. and I'd like cringe because I think I was just like, it's just the worst fucking awkward little piece of shit. Well, so. you were awkward, but you weren't shy. You, you fucking talk. Yeah. <laughs> you talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's that's the that's where the uh, the pain of memory comes in is that I what <laughs> I was awkward but wasn't uh, socially aware enough to shut the fuck up. <laughs> But it was great, man. It was great. It's why, it's why I think you make friends as well as you do. Okay, well that, that's nice to hear. Cause that's yeah. why I think I don't make friends, <laughs> but at the same time, I, I guess I probably do have uh, a privilege of making as much friends as I probably do. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was definitely a yeah. It was a great time. I always talk about uh, shit we did and, and whatever growing up. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I got like telling my wife, it's like, yeah, I went into a, an abandoned house and broke like four mirrors. And... We broke so much yeah, <laughs> in that house. Smashing shit and whatever. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. Cool time. It was a good time. Yeah. But, yeah. I, to be honest, I don't even know which abandoned house we're talking about this time. Cause we, uh, I think the we one, did that so, in a lot so of places. There was, there was the one that we went into, right? Uh, uh, with the girl. And then there was the one yeah. that was like right next to it. Because like all those houses were kind of abandoned right there. Yeah, and then we went into that one. I think we like broke in somehow, and I just like walked around and started smashing and breaking shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll edit this part out if you don't want it in. But no, like, no, I yeah, I, I I told my girlfriend I was like, I was like, oh, this movie just you know really reminds me of like my childhood with Marcos, and she was like, yeah, did you, you and Marcos like make out. And I was like, yeah, but no, we we didn't <laughs> we do that. But we both that. got hand we both got hand jobs from the same girl at like the same time. So yeah, we never. We <laughs> and never she was like, out, though, yeah yeah no we didn't make out but like yeah you know. i was like i told her i was like yeah there we we were we referred to it as children as the almost threesome oh yeah we did <laughs> yeah. i forgot about that yeah it's really funny <clears throat> the the almost threesome i forgot about the that. almost threesome no, but yeah. no yeah like it was kind of funny especially like yeah we got to the end of this movie and i was just kind of like at even at the beginning just like i was like this is so much of my relationship with marcos mm. and then like when we were eight, seventeen, eighteen, and then like it got to the last scene i was like and then my girlfriend was like was that your relationship with marcos <laughs> I was like well i mean yeah we were close like <laughs> we didn't kiss we're, we're almost there <laughs> let's just say we did wake up one morning and reese was hugging me <laughs> i was yeah. i was using it as a comfy pillow <laughs> that was funny dude you were so comfy and i was like what the fuck <laughs> Oh, and I just had like this weird like dream of you being like like just shoving me and be me being like that's weird. why are you being so aggressive? <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Why are you being so yeah. aggressive? <laughs> for for context for people, it was like one of the few 
last like last weeks of um Marcos and I both being in LA. Yeah. So yeah, I was, was about to move to was. I was about to move to Wales. You were about to ship off to the army. Um and like just before I left, so Marcos was staying over at my house quite a bit. And just before I I had an air mattress, but like a week before we were I was due to leave, my cat <laughs> fucking <laughs> jumped down from the windowsill onto the air mattress fucking full claws out mm. and just ripped all the like the air mattress apart so it just had no air in it so then ended up being both of us sleeping on the floor but i move around when i sleep like a lot. So, <laughs> yeah like a lot so i made it from one side of the room to the other and like grabbed marcos's like like full mid like section and just like used <laughs> it as a pillow and then i woke up to him like him waking up being like what the fuck is happening <laughs> yeah that's funny I just I pushed yeah. you, but I I went back to sleep afterwards. It wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't like you were like awake and couldn't back go back to sleep. Like what the fuck was reason? Yeah, like you were like just like you just like woke up being like because I probably obviously like pulled you a bit probably doing it, mm. and you were like what the fuck, and you like pushed me away because like you're not a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I just like crawled back to my corner, being like, why did Marco? Why is Marco so aggressive? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it was, it was great times, man. Um, yeah, it was. Times. It was good times. I right. do, I do. Uh, God, I gotta make a friend or something, man. Because I gotta hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta hang out with someone, man. It, it was a lot of fun. Because uh, yeah. you know, I mean, I do a lot of the stuff um, that I normally like to do with my wife, but mm-hmm. there's the other aspect of having like a guy friend that's just different. Yeah. 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 Because I bet you don't, you know, shove her away when she uses you as a pillow. Exactly. Like, oh, I, I feel a nice. cozy. I let her... Yeah. Listen, my wife's 5'10". Mm-hmm. I don't mind when she's the big spoon. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'll be the little spoon. It's cool. It's comfy. I get why chicks like it. Yeah. yeah it's comfy. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... But no, I, I just... I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I definitely... Yeah, I... You know, yeah. Yeah. When, when we can travel... I'll come over there. Oh, right? dude. Or well, you come over here. We'll, like we'll, we'll, we'll pick a place and we'll go there because George is not that great. So Disney World. We can go to <laughs> Disney World. I'm not, go- I'm not fucking stepping foot in Florida, man. You don't want to go to Disney World, dude? You, th- here's what would happen. I'd meet you at your place. You'd get in the car and you'd be driving down the freeway. And the second you'd hit the border to like Florida, Florida mm-hmm. like you, you'd look over and I'm gone. I'm like not in the car next to you and like you look in the rearview mirror and I'm just like stuck at the border of Georgia because like my body just won't let me go to Florida. You will not be a Florida man. <laughs> no, I will not be a Florida man. <laughs> Damn, dude. It's only like no, six we'll hours go. away. It's about the same yeah. distance that uh, Vegas was from, you know, like Monrovia. What? Vegas is three hours away. Is it only three? I thought it was like yeah. six. Nah, dude, I've done a turnaround trip to Vegas. Oh like literally it was like I finished work at five Went to my friend's house at 6, said, let's go to Vegas. We were on the road by 7. We spent a few hours in Vegas and then drove home and we were back by 5 a.m. Dude, nowhere in the fucking world can you do shit like that, man. That's why I miss California sometimes. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> definitely a lot of... God that's damn. definitely all the, the big pluses to California. Yeah. Well, specifically I mean, you, LA, Yeah, you couldn't do that. You like, couldn't do that here. Like, where where are you going to go? Like, that's that drastically, diff- drastically different yeah. in the UK. Like, it's a three-hour car ride to uh maybe even two hour from here that's two or three hour car ride from here to london mm-hmm. but like what am i going to do there yeah. <laughs> what's drastically different in london than it is here i know there's there's a few things that i could say really of like what's drastically different from cardiff to london but like not something like vegas where it's like 
you know, it's there's a whole separate economy that's completely different. Yeah, Vegas is crazy. I, I gotta go. I've Vegas only been crazy. a few times, but I gotta go. I've been itching. You've been itching? Last time I went to Vegas, I was in uniform, and some rich-ass dude with, like, a, a model on his arm came up to me and was like, here's $100, thank you for your service. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Thank wow. you. I, I, tried to give it, I tried to give it back to him because, you know, yeah. I just got out of the army. I'm trying to, or not out, but out of basic, and I'm trying to be, you know, a good person. And I tried giving him the $100 back, but he, he wouldn't give it back to me. Or he well, wouldn't let me yeah. give it back, yeah. So uh, what you're saying is next time we go to Vegas, we're just going to put you in army uniform and just walk you around. Dude, just go into the uniform and, and be at the airport. I'm not going to fucking stolen Valor. I'm not going to. No, no, I'll, no. I'll, I'll stoop as low as, as making you be my moneymaker. I won't I won't do it myself. So Yeah, stolen Valor is when you actually wear incorrect rank and all that shit and, and do all that. Oh, I thought stolen Valor was like people who aren't in the military dressing as military people. Well, pretending they were. If Yes and no. Um, yeah. it, it more so has to do with impersonation of yeah. a any rank that you aren't, yeah. or a service member. Yeah. Like if you're actually trying to be a service member and you're not, then yeah, that's stolen. But uh, that, that's that's not really referred to as stolen valor. Um, okay. Not not so much, but uh, but yes, totally. Uh, when people try to pretend and it's just like, yeah, you're you're bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty bad. It's very very frowned upon. Very, very fun. It's yeah. pretty, it's just pretty shitty. Because, like, I think there is like a, a level of kind of, respect that 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 Americans do give people who are in the military. But I think that because of that, there is definitely an outlet of people who think that they can, you know, get by by pretending. Mm-hmm. So, you know. dude, did I tell you about the video that my wife had where she came back from basic and she was saying hello to her dog and her mom mm-hmm. filmed it or whatever and they ended up putting it on youtube and she made like a couple thousand bucks off of it wow really yeah because uh, a lot of companies in like whatever they were like hey we want to use your video for our thing is that cool and she was like yeah sure you can buy my videos rights or whatever from here uh and so they paid her like i don't know a little bit of money and depending on how wow. much they used it or how long they, they wanted it yeah. for it was That's a certain nuts. amount of money so over time it all uh, stacked up and she got like I don't know, a thousand, two thousand dollars from it in total over the length of like a couple years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, the people who were commenting on that fucking thing, you had the people that were like, "Oh yeah, you know, bless the troops and whatever," and then you had the people who were like, "Yeah, I bet you she just came back from murdering babies," and it's like, Jesus, she's like a private who just got out of basic. Yeah, <laughs> she definitely didn't murder ba- babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just ridiculous how some people are. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, but anyway, good movie. Uh, Reese, you got your suggestion? Oh fuck me! I'll be honest, I actually forgot. All right, let's talk about what I wanted to suggest then. Yeah, go about what you were gonna suggest, and I'll look at my uh, need to watch movies. So the movie I wanted to suggest was actually gonna be kind of like a kids' movie. Um, it's called Isle of Dogs. Oh yeah, I've seen the movie. It's yeah. fucking great. I love that movie, dude. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah that, that, that I, I was scrolling through Disney Plus and I saw it and I was like, oh, we should do that movie. We should do some other movies by him too. What the fuck is the director's name? I always forget. Oh, Wes Anderson. Wes yeah, Anderson. I fucking love Wes Anderson. Yeah, I do like Wes Anderson films. So, 
I watched uh, Moonrise yeah. Kingdom for the first time, which hey, Moonrise yeah. Kingdom would follow with this theme of adolescence, actually. Yeah, it uh, would. That's a good movie um, too. I like it a lot. Do we want to follow a theme, or do you want me to just throw something out there that might be hilarious? You can do what you want, man. I think because I've forgotten, <laughs> um, I'm gonna recommend a movie that I was gonna that I'd, I've had on this list for a, a minute now. Okay. Um, which is Streets of Fire. Streets of Fire. Yeah. All right. Who's it by? Um, fucking, I don't even know. To be honest. Oh shit. Sorry if my mechanical keyboard's. Loud it's as by. Shit. Oh uh, my god, Walter Reese, what the Hill. fuck is? Look at that! Look at that fucking poster. Yeah. So, dude, can do you want to know what? A... That looks yeah, exactly like a uh, Proto Men, like their poster that they have. So you know, it's really funny. What? Do you want to know why we're gonna watch this oh, film? Oh god, why? Most of the music, and most of the the ac- most of the second album from the Proto Men is based and inspired by this movie. Dude, I fucking called it yeah wow that's awesome so yeah the, the po- the, they stole the poster obviously for uh-huh. the uh, the album act two for, by the proto yeah. man yeah um and yeah uh streets of fire is they said that this movie is what inspired like the music for for that album like the, the tone of that of that album yeah a, a 1984 american neo-noir rock musical film i am yeah. so down for this holy shit yeah the production budget was 14.5 million that's how yeah. much he threw my mind. Which I don't know made. what they uh, spent that on, because honestly, the the <laughs> the, the like set for the city that they live in mm-hmm. is like literally it just looks like uh like uh fucking they were building the set for Batman eighty nine five years early, <laughs> and they were like they were like hey can we just use this one street and they're like yeah you can use this one street so there's like a scene where he's driving but he's clearly just like making U turns like every five <laughs> seconds because he's like running out of space to drive on. Have you seen this movie already? I have seen it already, and honestly, it's it's a fucking treat. It's it's I can't wait. I can't wait for you to see it. No, I can't I'm wait happy. For you to see it. I want to see this. We've yeah. been watching a little bit of serious movies. Um, yeah I'm down let's for watch it. something ridiculous because yeah. the next one we're gonna watch after that so that's where you're gonna miss a movie is the next one the next suggestion after that is dave's suggestion inherent vice nice. which will then have him on for the next week nice nice. and then you'll get it and then you'll get your suggestion okay sounds good but dude i am hyped for this <laughs> budget 14.5 box office 8.1 Hell <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's just it's not I'll, i won't i won't spoil anything i won't say anything about the movie and we'll talk about it more next week all right it's, good, it's a man. treat let's do it that sounds fantastic all right man all right. let's uh let's end this show i guess huh yeah all right well you guys uh, wanna stay yeah. up to date with us uh next film streets, of fire. streets of fire yeah, yeah. starring and... michael Parry, who has done nothing else since this movie <laughs> <laughs> and uh but like a shit ton of other people which i won't spoil for you because there's just people in this movie that you'd go who why are you here oh <laughs> yeah. so i will say this though um about itumama tambien as a, as a closing mm-hmm. for yeah. the film um I, i've seen quite a few coming of age uh sexually charged movies such as kids for mm-hmm. example have you seen kids yeah yeah i know i know about kids yeah. but i've not seen it yeah that one's interesting and uh i've seen a, a couple other ones you know what i mean then and I, I would say this one right here is probably definitely one of the better ones oh yeah no, yeah definitely. and 
I, I think the last two that we watched, Call Me By Your Name and Honestly, I do like Call Me By Your Name more than this one. Yeah. Um, Call Me I by do too. Great, yeah. Um, as much as like, like I, Call Me By Your Name, I think connects with me in a weird way that I just, again, I can't really understand. Yeah. Like I said last episode. Um, but this episode, I think, I think if I watched it when we were like 16 or 17 or 18, I probably wouldn't have connected it to the way, I wouldn't probably have cared about it as much as I do now. As yeah. I said of like, you know, so, uh, looking back at it in kind of the lens of like, you just you and me fucking around and like uh-huh. just doing super shit and being like, like I could a hundred percent believe that if I called you on a random day uh-huh. and said, hey, this hot chick who I'm trying to sleep with, uh, when we lied to her and told her that we were going to go on a road trip, she wants to come with us. So, are you ready to go on a road trip now? Yeah, and say, you'd yes, be like, like a fucking heartbeat, dude. That sounds yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah or you but like you wouldn't you would be like fuck i mean yeah all right cool i'll I'll be like i'll be ready in an hour (laughs) (laughs) so you're picking me up or am i walking to your house yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i'll be like i'm too busy you gotta walk to my house and you're like i fucking oh sure okay like (laughs) it's like fucking like 30 minute 45 minute walk (laughs) yeah and like but like it's just the kind of shit that you can only really do at that time you yeah, know exactly. like like now you'd be like i got work today man like <laughs> exactly exactly i think about that shit all the time dude it's like man i used to be able to just do stuff even though i was broke <laughs> yeah i know there's a lot of shit that i used to be able we used to do so much with no money <laughs> right I think about that all the time when did when did that go away like how did clearly there's still a way to do that <laughs> dude that's what i think about all the time it's just like yeah. i make so much more money now and do so yeah. much less <laughs> my allowance was 20 bucks a month dude, how did i do allowance. any like fuck me like if i like if i if i was like hey you can go out but you can only spend 20 quid i'd be like what do you want me to have like a wor- the worst night of my life like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh and make that last a month <laughs> yeah make that last a month by the way of all the times that you want to go out yeah i'm like cool and like you know, immediately with that twenty bucks, I'd go get and get a slurpee from fucking or a slushy from from Seven Eleven. Yeah, and that's like you know f- a fourth of that already. Mm-hmm. It's just. <laughs> I think I would like yeah. recycle and then like take coins into like the coin star or something. Yeah, and I used then, to like, do that with recycling. Yeah. Occasionally, I'd ask my grandmother for like twenty bucks, but it was like not very often, not very often at all. Dude, you know what's funny is recycling centers are not a thing here. What? Like I tell people all the time, like yeah, a lot of my allowance when I was a kid was like I would take bottles and cans and stuff like that, and and then take them to the recycling center and they'd give me money for it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and it, like I get the concept that they're like that shouldn't be you shouldn't get money for doing that. That should be your civic duty. Yeah, like you should be recycling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, but like it's kind of like it's just a good incentive. system because it incentivizes people to do it yeah, plus you can get kids to do it and it's just pocket money for them to fuck around with yeah i think it's great you know yeah um, i think it's good too but, but anyhow yeah. <laughs> we, should, we should probably stop the podcast at some point but yeah no. yeah, yeah i think this movie should, should, we both clearly really enjoyed it uh yeah like you said i i enjoyed call me by your name more mm-hmm. um and but not because this movie's like worse, just because there's there's just things about the Call Me by Your Name that I enjoy more. Yeah, but I'm glad that these have just been the two films that we watched because I think they've just been really interesting for us to talk about. Yeah, yeah, they really have been. Um, yeah, this movie is something that I've seen in the past a couple times and never really understood it on on a level like you said. I, I feel more yeah. for it now than I did probably my original time because, like I said, I was yeah. just trying to find something to jerk off to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but somehow and... still absorbed a little bit of the film while trying to. <laughs> <laughs> like, the camera work is so good in this movie. Right. Just, I really feel engrossed in the situation. <laughs> it's like, wow, there's a lot less sex than I thought there was going to be in this, but all right, we're watching the whole thing now. <laughs> by myself at yeah. like 13. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I was young. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. That was our show. What fucking that was... what episode was this? 15 16 maybe oh really i thought i we don't were remember 20s so i guess yeah no we're, we're not, not there, there yet yeah. well yeah episode 15 16 maybe 15 right. 16 maybe, uh 16 it's episode 16 Woo. <laughs> <laughs> all right bye